0: Welcome to episode 349 of
1: Rebel yep. FM. Wow. I'm wow, Anthony wow. Gallegos,
0: joined by Arthur Geese. I surprised Arthur Geese. Matt Chandranay, I did not, not too check surprised. either. What's that? I did not check either. And <laughs> James Faulkner. Yaha. Uh-huh.
2: You didn't check beforehand, is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Where right you were on. you weren't I'm sure? T- <laughs> Matt was here. I, I was 100 percent not sure <laughs> what the number was, but I that felt right in my gut. What is I am down there? I'm I, very proud. I, James is playing the, uh, footsie with the hinge on your paint box. Oh, it was so. closed. I
2: closed well, it with my foot and then I opened it with my toe. Of painting. How did your critique? How did
3: your first critique go? Um, Arthur's in. It wasn't art my grad first critique. Now. I've had other critiques so uh-huh. far. This is like I feel like the first one where I showed. Or the second one where I showed work. It was the first one in this class. Yeah, um, I don't. What? Well, what was it? Was is it all figure stuff? Or no? It's like oh. a lot of people doing disparate stuff. Oh wow, cool. Um, but in undergraduate art stuff, when you show stuff in a critique scenario, usually like it's the whole class, and you got to do it all in like one or two things. Mm-hmm. And that's like a three-hour class with like thirty people, and so it's like. The teacher will come minutes, to your stuff right. and say something. And right. then maybe one or two assholes <laughs> who really want to make themselves look better will say something uh-huh. so they can hear their own voice and so they can make the professor think that they're good at what they're doing. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. so
4: other art students are like convention people who ask questions at like conventions.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, gee see the people that like go to the mic? Yeah. Like half of those people would go be yeah. right at home in an art critique. <laughs> yeah. an undergraduate art critique. Uh but like the second that the conversation lulls or like the second that there's not something obvious to say, it's like, all right, next person. Yeah. Um, which is what I just expected critique to be. And like, I've had hard critiques in undergrad Mm -hmm. and I've gotten my ass kicked in critique. That's fine. Also, I put my writing on the internet and (laughs) my picture as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, come at me. Uh, Right. but in graduate school or at least my graduate school, uh, it's three or four people over the course of a three-hour class,
2: plenty of time Holy. to get into it.
3: <laughs> and
0: I just really like the idea of these people. I know it's not right, but my brain. I was like, I really like the idea of these people calling you really terrible internet epithets. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just in my mind, because you're like dude hitting all the internet stuff. And in they're just "Well, listen here, man." <laughs> like
3: Last week, uh, some people definitely got a little. Did anybody call you a cuck? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Last week, somebody did look like a little something and then another student who's like in her last semester like she's about to finish asked me who who my professor was for that critique and when i told her she said oh yeah he made people cry in ours like he made me wonder what i was doing here uh which was great it was but that's
1: good
0: to know going in
3: that's always nice sure uh so basically the way the grad school critique differs from undergrad is like it's like basically 40 minutes are allotted and you're going to talk for that 40 minutes <laughs> or there, someone is going to be talking for that 40 minutes. Even if like he has to sit in silence for 10 seconds and then think of something else he doesn't like about what he's looking at. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it. It, it felt like, like a really invasive physical <laughs> and he didn't find anything terribly wrong. He's like, you could lose 10 pounds. Fatty, <laughs> like that kind of thing, like right. But it just it cuts know. just a little bit. I don't like right. the way that mole looks. Yeah. It's uh-huh. got some blood. <laughs> uh, except with my artwork, right? Which you know, after that forty minutes, I don't really feel like it's artwork. It's just some shit I
4: cracked <laughs> yeah, out of. Yeah, yeah, shit <laughs> you shit out.
3: <laughs> uh, it's like, how did you stretch this, or will you well you stretched it wrong? Hmm. You're, you're using too much white. This chalky. Hmm. Like, tell me about this. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but it was still not even like the hardest critique out of everyone that went today. So well, that's I a positive. got off lucky. Watch onto like, that. Someone did something in acrylic and he's like, why are you using acrylic? I and mean, they had no reason. Uh, he just like contradicted everything that they said about acro- acrylic for like a good 40 minutes. Wow. And he just kept coming back to how much he didn't like acrylic. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's... It was. That's weird. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's expensive masochism, I guess. <laughs> um,
0: Did everyone bring a pair of heels for me to wear? <laughs> now um, get your balls out. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah.
3: I mean, and I had had another, like, I don't know. That was not, like, the worst critique-type scenario I'd had is it in one that you, class. Is it the one you described to me in your f- second week? Yeah, with the, the painted over stuff. Yeah, the, yeah someone that painted over your shit. I don't I don't want to talk yeah. about that. I don't want to, like... Who knows who could eventually listen to this and think that I'm talking shit, and I yeah. just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was... school. Um, yeah. Cool. yeah jeez I'm paying a lot of money to have the shit kicked out of me for 40 <laughs> minutes. And I get to do it again on Monday, like a Jesus. visiting scholar is coming, and like one of the things that the visiting artists do is like there are certain classes that are like put together, they get first crack at having them come to your studio and take a dump on your stuff. And then I have my graduate advisor meeting on Tuesday, which is also a critique. For half Jesus an hour, Christ. Where she also wants to see my
0: artist statement. So, oh, God. Those well, artist statements always do. If feel you so want to buy a shirt with some dog shit on it, <laughs> um, you can go to tinyurl.com slash RFM shirts.
3: <laughs> and you can buy shirts with Arthur's art on them. Yeah, it's, it's, I felt okay. And then I started thinking about it. And now I feel a little shell shocked. <laughs> so, and so you well. decided
2: to remedy that. By coming home afterwards and beating your head against Cuphead. Okay. Well,
3: first I ate a lot of Chinese food. So that was good.
4: But Uh, but, but that's also punishing yourself. Like you're just having like a really and not just punishing day
0: Yeah. Yeah. Shandong. There's some
3: left, by the way.
0: All right. (laughs)
2: Continue. Uh, So did the. So how does Cuphead compare to your critique?
3: Um. Well, I mean, I elect to keep going back to it as opposed to just being like caged. I like that (laughs) Anthony doesn't make any pretext about talking about Cuphead. He's just like, no, he just gets up and goes to the Chinese. (laughs) It's good hand pulled chow mein if you live in the East Bay of of the Bay Area. I strongly advise that you check out a place called Shandong. Yep, but
4: what's the what's the meat? It's just the Shandong, um, the Shandong beef? beef. It's real good.
3: It's like it's kind of like orange chicken, except with beef, and it's, it's more hand cold noodles are amazing. Yeah,
4: it's like crispy too.
3: Yeah, well, it's supposed to be. Oh, when it's delivered, it's less so. We should all just like go there one night. Yeah. instead of having it delivered because mm, it's better fresh. It's amazing delivered, but it's better fresh. Yeah. yeah. So Cuphead, uh, Cuphead. Um, what do you know about Cuphead? Like outside of what you saw today, like what did you think Cuphead was?
2: I knew that it was very difficult. I knew that it was a side scrolling platformer uh akin to something maybe like a Mega Man. Dip and it in the sauce.
3: You gotta make sure to dip it in the sauce. <laughs> and I knew that uh Holy shit. One dumpling straight in his mouth, and and, and I
2: knew that I, I really admired the art style because it was so nice to see people inspired by a different era of art. That was art like a full
3: scrotum sized dumpling. He just <laughs> shoved in his
2: mouth. It's a skill, Anthony. And that game, I will say, the game
3: is super impressive looking. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's incredible looking.
2: Well, looking. and so like the one thing that I didn't know until I got here today and saw you playing it is that like the animation not only is it inspired by you know uh, teens and twenties animation style. But it's also done in 24 frames. Yeah. Like the, all the anime. I didn't know that. And the game runs at 60. So it creates kind of this weird incongruity where, like, you have 24 frames I, of animation moving over 60 frames. But so, I get it because, so here's like, the thing.
3: I don't actually think that it's running at 20. 24 is the speed of film. Right. But virtually nothing, no animation is ever done at 24 frames. It's too much drawing.
2: Right. I know. I I didn't Um, mean that there was actually 24 frames of drawn animation. It looks to me like it's running at 24 frames, but it's probably on eight or something like that. It's
3: probably like twos. I think you think so
2: it's on like, twos yeah i mean like old because, style animation used to be it, it used to be more on twos and fours instead yeah, of eights instead of, yeah.
3: or threes like which right
2: a oh lot, a yeah lot of TV. but um, even
0: they put a uh, pop filters and stuff or like grainy grains yeah there's stuff. like
3: a ton of post-processing yeah, can, everywhere you, it's like, we're
0: on the pause menu right now yeah. and you can see like the and it's got
3: like a little bit of, of chromatic aberration yeah, to, yeah. Like, suggest, i mean the
0: inspiration like, i think they've said as much before is like if you ever go back and watch the original mickey mouse cartoon steva willie it's like oh, Steve oh yeah straight up evokes that
3: but so it's not just that it's also that like the resolution looks like it's 16 millimeter film. Yeah. Like as opposed to even 30 millimeter film, yeah. like it's very soft. It looks slightly out of focus. Is um, it fun? It is. So, <laughs> so,
2: so why were you asking me what I knew about the game?
3: So it is not necessarily what you expect. Mm. I expect uh, alien hominid or something like that. It's not that. Okay. Um, and it's not Mega Man. No, so when they first showed it, like when Cuphead as it existed when it debuted three years ago, mm-hmm. now
1: mm-hmm.
3: was basically like all boss fights, mm. like just one. After it was, it was like a boss rush, yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um, but once it got some buzz and some heat behind it, like I guess they went back to the drawing board and said, "Look, like maybe we little have more a money. real opportunity here." And I guess Microsoft thought so as well. Like we have a real opportunity here to do something. So why don't we go back to the drawing board a little bit and like really flesh this out into an actual game? And so what they've come back with is like a a superstructure similar to like Super Mario Bros. three. Huh. Um that's much more ambitious. Where you're wandering around a world and like you have options for the level that you want to play. And when you complete certain stages, like a wall comes down and you can access a new part of the hub world. And there are four hub worlds. Uh, with I think like ten to twelve like option 10 to 12 missions in each hmm. um and can you like rush through these hub worlds or and or choose I think to do everything probably like a critical path i don't hmm. know that you need to do all of it but i do know that uh that the final boss will not unlock until you beat every boss in the game on regular hmm.
4: okay but but you don't have to complete every level to get to the boss
3: i don't think that every level is counted as a boss like there are specific So, there's a story to it, and basically, like, you're given a task to defeat these bosses. Right. Um, And there's a contract for each of those bosses, and when you beat one of them, you get that contract. And when you do... So, those are boss levels where you enter and the fight just starts. Okay. And then there are run and gun levels where... Like you make your way through a level like a platformer, mm-hmm. and when you finish it, even if there's like a boss type thing at the end, there's no contract that pops up. Okay, so they kind of like the one we saw you do, yeah, where that was a that was the run and gun level, okay. more contra. Um, yeah, uh, although there are some boss levels that are scrolling, like, uh, so this is the thing that I, I think that I saw the boss levels and I just expected very simple shooting, but like now platforming is very much a part of it, and mm-hmm. well, not only that, but there is a f- it seems like there could be a fair amount of variety. Like one of the bosses you transform into a plane and it's like, a sort of side-scrolling shooter. It's not a bullet hell. It's more like Gradius.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. what you're describing does remind me now more of, like, Contra 3. Just because in Contra 3 had weird platforming bosses and stuff where you had to be at certain spots while
3: it was scrolling. The the bosses are less involved than that. It's more about, like, their patterns and their activities. So in that Mm -hmm. respect, they are kind of similar to Mega Man. Or Mm -hmm. even, like, Castlevania. Mm -hmm. Um, Although with way less health. You have far less health. You can only
2: take three hits. Yeah, three
3: hits by default. Like, there are certain... So there. so in addition to these levels, like which so far have a fair amount of variety in them, you also get coins, which you can use to buy equipment, Mm. um, which give you different abilities. Like one of them, there are charms and weapon upgrades. I don't know if there's more stuff because I'm not that far in the game. Uh, one of the charms is an additional heart, an additional hit point, but it weakens your weapons, mm-hmm. and, and that's equipable, not like a permanent upgrade. Yeah, so you you go to a loadout screen like in the hub and decide what you want to carry in. Uh, like there are there are different weapon upgrades, which are in the form of potions, because the way that you get your your gun, which is you pointing your finger at things and like energy people coming out, is is the the old kettle giving you a potion which gives you amazing <laughs> powers and so every weapon upgrade is a potion um but you carry your default weapon and that upgrade into a level when you equip <laughs> and so you can swap between the two and like one of the 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 weapon upgrade that i've bought so far because it seemed the most useful and so far it has been is uh it's these boomerang rings that fire, and when you fire them Instead forward... Instead of
2: firing a laser out of your finger, you fire yeah, the rings.
3: Yeah, it's these sort of boomerang rings that go about half the distance of the screen when you fire them forward. But if you turn around and fire them, or they come back around farther than you shot them. So, so fire like, them backwards to go all the way across the screen. It, basically, it means that you can shoot while you're running away.
1: Ah, uh, oh, okay. And hit
3: mm. stuff on the other side of the screen, and for certain oh, bosses cool. in particular, where you are like constantly running away from their like big ass mm-hmm. bouncing shit, mm-hmm. uh, it means that you can run away and still do damage to them.
4: It, can you switch swap mid level, or do yes. you have to like you uh, hit
3: the left bumper and it switches? Between okay,
4: because I was gonna say if
0: you cool. to do
3: like a loadout going into level, that sounds no, not great. Yeah,
0: um, it's, it's a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, I did not realize that.
3: Uh, it's Windows Play Anywhere,
0: which means that you
3: have it on PC and Xbox One. Oh. All um, right.
2: And but, like, uh, uh, I was surprised at the amount of like moves that you had too. You got like
3: that dash blink move. Yeah, you so have there's a counter. There's a dash, although the dash you saw is actually upgraded. Oh. Like, there's a. Normally, the dash is just movement, it's not invincibility, which fucked me up when i got it cuz the second that i got the dodge and tried to use it and hit something with it i'm like are you fucking kidding me it's a dodge move that doesn't give you invincibility what is this bullshit but it's only it's supposed to be a traversal thing that way right. but you can buy an item that basically turns it into a teleport mm. so you're invincible in the space between where you start and where you finish nice
4: get the my frames yeah <laughs> it's a
2: blink it's a blink
3: yeah uh so I definitely bought that, like, immediately. Yeah, totally. And my life has been better for it. Can you <laughs> imagine me playing the level that you saw me playing without Dude, it?
2: and how far into the game were you? Because you died,
3: like, that 40 times. That is, like, the fifth or sixth level. <laughs> so it looks and plays, like, the 8-bit and some 16-bit shooters that maybe you remember. Like, Contra is an example. Like, I think, like, a lot of Konami stuff. Like, mm. Stinger, which was, like, the first twin bee game that came out here. It, it seems like something that was meant to eat quarters. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although it's not unfair in that way. It's mm-hmm. hard as shit, but it doesn't feel like it's trying to cheat you. Mm. Um, that's a that's a really big distinction. It is a big distinction. But here's the thing. The game whose difficulty curve I feel it most closely equates, and this is where Anthony's ears might perk up, is
0: Trials. Because hmm. hmm. you got to know you learn you, the course as you, know you go
3: more or less what's what's going to happen although there's variation like you can't it's not i think that it's pattern driven per enemy but those enemies appear depending on where you are
0: right but it could be a, it sounds like a, if you say that that it could be a game that like i could see at like awesome games done quick in a year people being like oh you want to see my fucking masterful cup head display cuz i be, totally
3: um it's totally a speed run game so a level might take from beginning to end, successfully ninety seconds. A long level in this game so far. Out of the six or seven that I played, was three minutes. But I died on that three minute level <laughs> right. about twenty five times. <laughs> right. Conservatively, I would
0: guess about, the, about an hour. And if you die, you start all the way over.
3: Yeah. If yep. you so you have three three hit points, and there as far as I've seen, there's no restoration of those hit points. Right. Um, and so. Yeah, when you die, get you it start done. To
2: it uh, it needs a uh, it needs like a super Meat Boy replay where you can just watch rep- all your cupheads die. All your cup
3: heads die. I, just <laughs> watch them shatter. When you, you do shatter when you die. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, so, like, you will die over and over again, but the technical amount of progress you lose when you die is like thirty seconds, forty right. seconds, sure. forty five seconds, and right, so right, right. it is demoralizing in that it is like infuriatingly hard. But it is not demoralizing in how much time you're wasting, because right. it's not like I got ten minutes into this level and now I got to fucking start it all <laughs> over again.
0: And you feel like you've progressed in the sense that you made it to the next screen or something. Or
3: so when you die, it shows where you were in the level. Okay, like it shows like a timeline with like little mile markers, uh, and that includes the bosses as well. Uh, it shows cool. you how far along you were and also every boss has like a series of transformation phases because of course they do mm-hmm. and the the there are lots of little touches that I really appreciate and like the first time you die from a boss if you die early it's like it shows that boss's face in the thing that says that you died and it's like okay yeah that's fine and so you go back and you get farther but you die again but the face on the thing that shows you died is the transformed face
0: oh okay yeah like just little nice. details
3: like that and also yeah. As an example of, I feel like there's like a bunch of variation. Do you just fart on my couch?
0: I did not. I don't know what that sound was, honestly.
3: <laughs> I, think, I think it was.
0: I think, yeah, it was something. It could be. They farted on the wall. <laughs> just...
4: uh, neighbors. So we, neighbor... we farted in
2: your
0: general direction. <laughs> if I had neighbors, I would try that. You do have neighbors. You can just fart. Yeah, but I have to go outside and fart against their wall. That's not cool. <laughs> um,
3: so, like, the the plane level, I don't want... I, th- this is the only boss that I'll, like, quote, spoil because the bosses are, like, where the variety is. And, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a fair amount of gameplay variation so far, but Microsoft really doesn't want people telling everyone about all of the fucking bosses. Uh, so it's this character that that is in the air, and she turns into a plane, and you turn into a plane. As you get, like, through her phases, she turns into different things. Hmm. And they're all astrological signs, Oh,
2: and so interesting. it's like
3: the she runs off the screen and like the Taurus sign appears, and she comes back and she's a bull, hmm. a, an air bull,
1: <laughs> like made out of <laughs> As clouds you do. and
3: shit, right? <laughs> uh, and then you like I I got to the next phase and she turned back into herself and then she went off the screen and the Gemini thing comes on and it's like these two evil twins together, hmm. like firing out like these shmup turret things that like circle around and you have to sort of circle around it to not get hit by its bullets Hmm. and so on and so forth. And so I did this thing like fucking six or seven times and I guess one of them, maybe I killed a phase a little faster and instead of the Gemini twins, she left and came back and it was Sagittarius. (laughs) Huh, Huh, cool. (laughs) And she, she hadn't done that any other time. Like, I don't know what the likelihood of her turning into Sagittarius is. But it did something different instead of being the same thing over and over. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I don't know how it will do that. Yeah, I can't promise you if you want to get Cuphead that this will happen <laughs> because nobody has had Cuphead for very long. So yeah. I don't. Even, I I'm sure someone has beaten it because it doesn't seem like it's going to be super long. Mm. But no one knows what all is in fucking yeah. Cuphead.
2: Well, you can see like uh, all of the heart and soul that went into the details. in that game. it's an extremely
3: small team. That built Mm. it. It's like maybe, I think, like a dozen people. Wow. And they hand animated everything. And,
2: well, you can tell, and like, this is the last thing I'll say about the animation because you know my degree is in this stuff so i had to study a lot of the history and like the you can tell that they actually uh either are very good at emulating straight ahead animation or that's actually how they built the animation
3: like they painted cells well
2: no but so there's straight ahead and then there's keyframe and straight ahead animation is like i'm gonna animate a walk cycle the normal way to do it these days is you have a keyframe when you know at one point when both legs, when your right leg is in front and your left leg is in back, you have another keyframe, you know, when like one leg is in the air, another keyframe when the legs are opposite. And so you basically put your key, your key poses or your, the key segments of your animation down, and then you animate in between those keyframes. And so that's the modern style of animation. But back when people, back when animation was first introduced in touring variety shows, and before it
3: was industrialized, before it was
2: industrialized, people only knew and only thought to do animation straight ahead which is like, if I'm going to do a walk cycle, I'm going to animate frames one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to animate the whole thing all in a row, start to finish. And Instead like, of doing like one, four, eight and 12, and then animating in between.
3: And the former mm. style like allows like the sort of head animators to do the keyframes and right. then hand, hand that stack off to someone who's like warning. Right. Or now to Korea.
2: Right. And have it, somebody Singapore. else do all the in between yeah, Exactly. And, have yeah. someone else do the and so the, and the thing with, Uh, so keyframe animation actually allows people to do more dynamic poses. It allows you to put, like, there's a lot of advantages to doing keyframe animation, but straight-ahead animation has a very specific look to it, which is why when you see, like, an anime and you see an explosion or something like that, and the explosion, you are like, wow, why does that explosion look cool? It's because, like, pretty much all effects are still done straight ahead, which is why they look the way that they look. And that's why that animation style from the teens and 20s looks the way it did, because it was all straight ahead. And Cuphead, they either did it all straight ahead, or they were really, really good at animating it to look like it was all straight ahead.
4: If you want to learn more about animation, uh, speaking of anime, there's a pretty good anime called Shirabako though it's that talks it's about animation studios oh cool it's anime about animation anime studios in huh. Japan and the way oh, that they I work know that. that's awesome that's pretty cool about and about these college girls that all end up in different parts of the industry and it's very like anime and it's like <laughs> tropes but it, <laughs> it's also kind of educational and there's <laughs>
3: like this trend in anime over the last three years to do like real life Sort of scenarios.
4: Uh, slice of life has been a thing for a while, but, but like
3: like sports team anime, that's been around for a while. Has,
4: has like super exploded.
3: E- 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 <laughs>
4: it's just the access to it has has been become like when you're doing dv like dvds or vhss even mm-hmm. that stuff wasn't as popular as like here's some fucking cool ass robots <laughs> and now now that it's just like again you have country and uh, anime strike and all we the have other services to all this stuff that we didn't Yeah, before, it's just like it's easily. easier for them for them to be populate that stuff and so yeah. now people are But the interest has grown. Yep. Yes.
3: Um so yeah, beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. The audio is also good it's menacing in a way that a lot of those <laughs> those cartoons in the 30s were like cartoons as they launched around the era steamboat willie were really fucked up yeah like yeah. really fucked up. Really well then
2: that's because they were they were for adults they were actually seen as adult art because they were in variety shows that and were like, for adults like or the beginning of movies or and right.
3: burlesque houses and right. shit like that like, yeah I mean
2: like it the uh, it was Disney the Disney fight animation.
3: Um the, the animation it reminds me of, and I don't know how many people listening to this podcast or in this room will get this reference. Uh in the Twilight Zone movie, uh there's the segment with the kid who has like absolute power. Yeah. Mm. And they're watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. And the cartoons in that are, like, super fucked up 30s style and, like, incredibly menacing and, like, really dark and kind of terrifying. And they get progressively more terrifying, especially when the, quote, sister gets thrown into the cartoon world. (laughs) And that's what this reminds me of. (laughs) Like, the tone of that horrifying cartoon in the Twilight Zone (laughs) Right, right. Uh, And it's a little lighter-hearted than that, but really not by much.
4: For example, the boss that we were talking about earlier, the one that, not the actual boss, but, like, the end-level boss you're, like, jumping on these... They look like bees. Or yeah, like they're, they're, like,
3: know. little hummingbirds or something, like, yeah, holding, they're these holding leaves, leaves that you yeah. step on.
4: And, and they're, like, struggling to keep you up, and it's just,
3: like... And as, as soon as you fall, like, they're, like, tired or are collapsing to the ground. Well, they also get destroyed. Like, they're getting yeah. destroyed by yeah. the boss at the end of the level, <laughs> which is, like, pretty classic 8- and 16-bit era level design, actually. Like, mm. there'll be, like... Hints of the boss ahead, like throughout the. Le- it's like very classic, even Super Mario Brothers, like yeah. with the fucking Bowser Flames. Yeah, in the level. this
2: game definitely does like in level training of what's coming next.
3: Yeah, and it does it like it onboards you, yeah. and it, it'll still kill you while it's onboarding. Oh, you. yeah. <laughs> but it won't be like really nail bitingly hard about those those things for at least a few times. Yeah. um, But it is really hard. It's really hard. It's like, (laughs) it is like Trials in that you will do the same section over and over again and come like
1: this close to doing (laughs) it and then you won't do it.
3: Um, But it takes way less time to get through a level than Trials does. Like, Trials ends up being like, like a level run turns into what, like six, seven minutes?
0: No, five is the cap for most of them. But but five is like an infinite amount of time in that game. Because like most of them are like 90 seconds, but... Mm. They're never ninety seconds. They're more oh like God. three or more minutes, <laughs>
3: right? Um, so yeah, uh, it's really good. It's really hard. Uh, it feels mostly fair, mm-hmm. but I th- I do think that there are going to be people that buy it and get a little disappointed with it, or get disappointed with themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I think that the, uh, the uh, a gaming personality that I follow on Twitter said, if you want to, if you have self esteem and <laughs> want to lose it then play cuphead <laughs> um and it, was, and it makes me appreciate like the stuff that dean takahashi went through uh who's mm-hmm. like the head of venture beat and or the head of game speed for venture beat and people talked a lot of shit about him for sucking at some part of cuphead because he didn't dash but mm-hmm. the dash button is not intuitively placed in this game it's on the fucking y button hmm. and the a Weird. button is jump and the dash button is so infrequently used compared to everything else that it's easy to forget that it's there hmm. when you get to certain parts until suddenly you have that little moment of epiphany saying, oh, right, I can dash. Here, I guess I should do that. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's, those minor things aside, it is very pretty. It sounds amazing. The music is good. It's controls extremely well. It's incredibly hard. It's very satisfying to beat things in it. Cool. And I will continue to play it. Um, it kind of pisses me off that it's coming out at like exactly the same time as Forza Seven. <laughs>
2: um, Is it just because you want to play Forza Seven, I or do because it's a bad 7 release 7 window for that game? I
3: love the Forza series, yeah, but it also feels not especially fair to the game to sort of feed it into Forza mm. because they they come out on the same day. Oh wow! And, um,
4: and then are competing for Microsoft
2: placement and. In- mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're competing because there's no way that Forza isn't going to get that place. Well, no, no he,
2: I think he's like literally saying, like, you know, the the, the they're the going to p- on the Microsoft store. Yeah. you know, yeah. Like any, no any, any,
4: any other cuphead. week
2: it could be Cuphead for a day. Where yeah. it's like now, it's like nope,
4: um, yeah, just yeah. Forza. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> and it's not. It's not even like it's a, the Forza official release date is Friday. That's the early access date. For hmm. ultimate edition purchasers, which means they want to push it even harder because they can make more money. Yeah, because yeah. that's the hundred dollar version. Right, hey, pay an extra forty bucks, get it four days early, kids. Is
2: there anything else for that forty bucks? I
3: think you get like a shitload of extra cars. Oh, well, and uh, early deal, planned DLC. Oh, okay.
0: I mean, they're going to do that with all their first party releases from here on out. Yeah, because they've been because they've been doing it. and I'm sure it's. Yeah. I bought Gears early because yeah. Right. How many
3: times in your life have you said? I would pay an extra $30 to play that game four days early. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have Except very, you don't very rarely reasonable. said that. You don't, the, the voice in your head isn't that reasonable. It's like, I'd fucking pay an extra $50 to play that game right now. God damn it! <laughs> I, I can't believe a, people are playing that game. What was
2: it? An extra $20 or something like that to play Fortnite early? Because a bunch of my friends were doing it too, and I regret it.
3: Didn't you pay $60 to play Fortnite 40, early?
2: 40 No, like extra from what you from what extra it was Extra from you. the
3: early access fee that you're already paying. <laughs> that, 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 that will eventually be
2: Free. free, right. Free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah I've, can, I've majorly fallen off of Fortnite. A big reason for that, that is play that instead Destiny. of
0: Battlegrounds. What's yep.
2: that?
3: So they released their Fortnite Battle Royale today.
2: Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, well, I mean, it's been out in... Was it in beta or
0: something? It was a beta, but now it's out yeah. and free for everyone. And yeah. they have squads now as well, <laughs> nah. which was something I was missing.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't know. I see no reason to play battle royale on that game that i don't play that i did not play that game i did not it's, want it's it at just, all to play against other it's players it's just so
0: different anyways like yeah. it is a it is it is mechanically structurally structurally it is very similar mm-hmm. like if we were putting bullet point to bullet point there, on the on the game right, design there's
3: no way that game the, plays but anything the mechanics like of PUBG.
0: the gunplay why are, do you right. think
3: it doesn't play like pubg
2: the gun mechanics because the, that's what it comes the, down the to. guns are completely different it, in fortnite I mean, it's, it,
3: being, it's it's a different game yeah, it's a totally it, it, different. Yeah. Game. No, I mean like Fortnite Battle Royale is a different client.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I mean like, but the guns, like, the yeah, guns that's just Fortnite. What it's gunplay
0: yeah. and it's and it's the level design. It's, a, it's and a, like it's built for like short range. It is a short range game for the most yeah, part, and yeah. not only that, but it's it's much more like you can run and gun and like jump in third person and hop over walls and stuff like that and play it more. It is more akin to something like Monday Night Combat or something like that Mm -hmm. in its Mm -hmm. style of combat than it is Battlegrounds. That's a good And Battlegrounds is much more akin to... Arma. Arma. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) that is why the guy... I mean, like in Battlegrounds, if I'm shooting at someone, I'm like, they're probably about 250 meters. I'm going to stop, take a knee, Mm -hmm. hold my breath, Mm -hmm. and take my shots one at a time at a pace of about click. Click, mm-hmm. click. Whereas in Battle, uh, the Fortnite, but it's not like rail. they yeah. didn't
3: fucking try.
0: No, oh, like, I mean, yeah. So, oh yeah, I'm saying, beat for beat, what they did is is made Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Except they were just like, but here's the guns we already have. Right, like Battlegrounds, but with Fortnite, and yes. you can build, and you can still do their building because they had that stuff too. Yeah, but if is they that
3: in there right now, yeah,
0: yeah. you can build. Yeah, so
2: and like building in the middle of a Battlegrounds match. As sounds actually kind
0: of amazing. I get why those guys were probably miffed at the same time. Yeah, because they've been
3: paying Epic on every fucking copy sold.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, they don't own that idea either. Like, you know what I mean? Like,
3: but the the manner in which Epic did it is mega shitty. I like,
0: don't. I don't agree. I don't. You under- fucking use the name of another game and say our game is just like this, except it's free. I'm glad they're saying it. I mean most games don't most games are like it's like other shooters that you may have heard of just right. fucking call it out as what I, it is.
2: This is like so
3: not anything new. I but it but it's different because it is the engine manufacturer for fucking player unknowns and a bunch of other games like this. It's it I think it borders on unfair competition to take the game that they're busy porting to another platform and make a free version of it. And use player unknowns battlegrounds to fucking give yeah, it away. Yeah, but it's but
2: it's not uh, but it's not a free version of the. It's not a free version of PUBG.
3: No, it's a free battle royale game that actively, not not just invites comparison, but explicitly compares itself.
2: It's, right, it compares itself in like the the overarching gameplay mechanic of here it's a it's a squad versus with a shrinking circle I but think... other than but the similarity is pretty much in there i mean like other than the f- it's like saying that's like saying that like you know this game all this engine met ma- you know like uh the doom engine which everybody used forever you know like oh somebody made a doom clone that introduced this multiplayer game mode that was called like, capture the flag now doom has capture the flag what oh those engine manufacturers clones? I don't know. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but there like, were like I lots. Used to play. Of, I
0: play. I just play
3: one. No. There was like Hexen, you know. Right, there was lots Hexen of Doom clones back game. in the day. All also, right, Hexen fine. was an RPG. Yeah, yeah. I think that like a lot of games that people are remembering is Doom. I'm clones. not. I'm not.
2: Requi- I'm not. I'm not citing specific
3: examples I'm just about saying that. The, the, the Doom clone thing was dismissive, but those games did a lot more. Like distinctively and differently than Doom did, than this does. I don't think no, this but
2: that's th- not my comparison. My my comparison isn't whether or not those games were different than Doom. My my comparison is like a game that uses a Doom engine or a modified Doom engine that created a gameplay mode that then they found interesting to put into Doom. It, even if that scenario didn't exact didn't happen what i'm saying is that's an example of a process whereby you know you'd just be like whatever now doom has captured the flag because right. somebody else I came mean, up with H1 it h1z1 was, was a was game, a game
0: that was doing everything battlegrounds was doing well before battlegrounds existed and the arma mod existed before yeah, that. i mean
3: did isn't battlegrounds doing stuff that none of those games did though
0: h1z1 like, it, like, h1z1 is largely the same game except for the fact that it's slightly more arcadey with its shooting or a lot more arcade with the shooting, and you don't drop it over a plane. You just drop it's randomly. It's it still has the shrinking gas.
3: Yeah, but is this the it, one that he? he yes. made, though H one Z
0: one. He consulted with them on right.
3: So they they like this was established when all this conversation was happening last week. They pay a royalty to him for that game
0: Be- only because they only because they chose to consult with him. They didn't have to. They right, were already but, making the game, and then they were like, "You should consult with me." And he's like, "Yeah, all right. But they weren't going to. That right, was. But
3: that's still like that consulting with him and attaching his name to it lends it credibility like there's a reason they pay him a royalty totally
0: but yeah. no one has to because you don't own the idea was it a royalty or just a consulting fee i think
3: that he the, paid royalty for that uh, game.
4: I, I from the rps um article that i read it was just a consulting fee Regardless, and, and, li- yeah, and licensed license, gamer
3: story i wrote i read suggested that he gets like a per oh. copy royalty for it Oh, yeah. I could, I could be wrong. Regardless, Regardless could be wrong. Who yeah. knows where the Regardless, is. Yeah. League of
0: Legends is not paying money to the guy that made Dota. You know what I mean? Like, and it's and no one, you know, like someone else came along and they did it better and faster. They're not.
3: I, it's, I, I don't think that you want to like bring like the League of Legends Dota Dota two conversation is so much
0: more complicated.
3: No, than it's that. but it's it's the it's closest a, analogy. Like yeah, the League of Legends it's, it's is
0: a, came off of a, a mod. And so, no, did, and so did this. A and no, gameplay mode... So the, the Doom
3: scenario that you're describing is more like id made an engine that it didn't build, build a game with and then it sold it to a bunch of people. One of those games was extremely popular. So id took those ideas and then made their own game with their engine with those ideas and gave it away for free. That's what's happening.
0: Like, right, but, the ba- but I'm saying the Dota one is even better because there was Dota, then someone else came along and made League of Legends... And then all of a sudden, it someone was, some other was, company came along and said, "We're going to make Dota wasn't, too. It wasn't someone else; it was
4: someone it, who was it, working on Dota. Yeah, but
0: not, but
3: then but it not attempted na- to yeah. kill the game, like by shutting down its forums.
4: Anyway, yeah, it's a different story. But yes,
3: the no, point, but it yeah.
0: is the cl- it is a much closer analogy. It I'm is saying, like my, mine, mine. was a fictitious
3: analogy, except Dota was free. Right. Defense of the Agents was a free mod, and League of Legends was paid.
0: Right. So I'm saying. So let me ch- put, let me line it up one for one with you. There was Dota, and there was the Arma mod. Then there was League of Legends, there was H1Z1. Then there was Dota 2, there was Battlegrounds. That's how my mind goes to that, the to one-to-one-to-one. To one. That is the closest analogy. Yeah, so, I, I, can, I can see that. I can. Yeah. Like, but, someone but came but along and Epic made a paid game. Epic is nowhere in this. Like, well, I think Epic's kind of like... Uh, yeah, I mean, Epic, the closest analogy is Epic to Valve in that, but Valve at least got people that were involved in the original one, right? At this point, though, no one owns the fucking idea. Too bad. Like that's just if someone no, comes along and does it, your idea better than you, that's too bad. And there's there's I am
3: not saying that it's illegal, although I don't know what a judge would think of it. I'm saying that it's shitty.
2: I don't to, really I don't really take even, your
3: partner's game and they are partners, and Epic makes money on Battle Royale, like a fairly decent chunk of it. Battlegrounds. Oh yeah, Battlegrounds. For, for sure, for sure. They get thirty yeah. percent, so
0: that's over. Right, 100 but, million. But
3: dollars. I, is it th-
2: 5%, five percent, five, 5, five, 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 five. I was going to say thirty. It used to be thirty. <laughs> All of the money. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: used to be thirty for like Unreal that's Three like app store. Yeah, stealing. I, I, uh, Unreal Three used to be like a much. Steam's uh, cut. Yeah, Unreal Three used to be a much higher royalty. Sorry, right?
2: But I, but I mean the, the thing. But no, what I'm saying gross. is like putting uh battle royale battlegrounds mechanics inside of Fortnite does not make Fortnite a free PUBG. No, it's a Fortnite with those mechanics.
3: We love PUBG, so we made a, a game that's a lot like PUBG, here it is for free.
2: It's not we made a game a lot like PUBG Here It they Is For Free. They said it in the fucking it's,
3: trailer. Like they said we love Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, so we made a game like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That's how they sold it. And it is free. It is, it is free. free. It
2: is free, like, but it is, it is not the same game. That's no, my point. It is, it is it, Fortnite with with mechanics, with mechanics that you can put in any is game, game in Fortnite, Fortnite. that has
3: cravenly been thrown onto consoles because player unknown is not there yet. Like that is, Fortnite, that is the Fortnite whole, was
2: always going to go on
3: consoles. No, Fortnite was already on consoles. That's what I'm saying. This it's, specific thing, Fortnite Battle Royale, was made to throw it on consoles before Battlegrounds could get there.
0: Well, yes, but only with the hope, I think, of getting more people to then hopefully actually play Fortnite, where they'll actually make money.
3: I think it's probably more for the microtransactions within Fortnite, because Fortnite is going to be free. Well, yeah. well, that's
0: what I mean, because they're not. there isn't microtransactions in Fortnite Battle Royale. They don't make any money off that. There's only there's microtransactions. No, there's microtransactions no. in Fortnite proper. So I'm saying right. they're using so, it literally as an instrument to get people to play Fortnite. I, I
3: think that there's no way in hell that there aren't microtransactions in that game within the next 60 days. I just don't... I do not see Fortnite
2: at all eating any of PUBG's lunch. I, I mean, know. it
3: had, uh, like... It was it's been the most successful that Fortnite has been since it launched. That's true, but I just sure, it was season. the number one game on Twitch for an extended time. I ultimately
0: of time think yesterday. they're gonna be such well, different I mean, games that... the
2: new the new shit is always the most successful thing on Twitch. Almost I, always, if it has I any think sort it of it
3: used to be that way, but ever since Pub has gone has like come on the scene and also since like Dota has started a much more aggressive, active, like competitive season, the top three games on Twitch are Routinely league Dota and pub,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I that I think that this is going to end up though. Like, you know, is, is as much as it could potentially take players. I don't think it will. I think it'd be a lot like if World of Warcraft came out on PC and said we we're going to come out on console, and then someone released a Warcraft 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 second. Warcraft clone, uh-huh. and then Warcraft eventually came out. Everyone would just play Warcraft anyways. Yeah. Like, I think that that's going to be the same thing for Battlegrounds. People are just going to play Battlegrounds when it comes out because. Right.
3: I think, think that the thing that people forget is that Epic is not like this tiny, scrappy developer. Epic is massive. Yeah. The amount of money that Epic has does not make them an underdog in this scenario. I'm not, I'm well, not I don't arguing think like underdog. they are an underdog. I just don't think it will matter. I'm just arguing that I'm it doesn't not matter. Speaking to you, I'm yeah. speaking to a broad, strained sentiment that I see defending Epic like they are the little guy.
2: Oh, well, they're this. definitely not the little guy. You don't need to defend them because of the little guy. I mean, at the, I mean, at, the, at this just... point, though, neither of them is the little guy.
4: No. Like, Bluehole Hole I mean, valued at, the... what, $2.4 or
3: something? And I, today? And I was, was that before that... or after? I, oh, after. I was,
4: that was, to, like, today. Or yeah. Like, yeah. I,
3: right? I mean, this is the only success like this yeah. that Blue Hole's had. If the bottom falls out from Battlegrounds, no. all of their plans are fucked.
0: Uh Terra was keeping them afloat. They
4: have some other stuff. Yeah, uh, float th-
3: th- is not ten million copies.
4: No, no, sometimes. I agree. <laughs> but but they have some other stuff in other countries that is bigger. That like would keep them going for a while. But
2: also,
3: I just like to take a second to ridicule Vox.com, which I otherwise love for talking about destiny being the biggest game of 2017, because clearly Player <laughs> Unknown
1: <laughs> is the is biggest like
3: game of twenty seventeen. Preposterously Clearly the largest game of the
4: year. Yeah, it's it's really funny that I mean, I the think they announced in the first week of Destiny, it was like 1.2 million concurrence in the first across two platforms. Across, right? two, across two platforms, but mm-hmm. it's like the amount of the copies that PlayerUnknown ha- has sold, and then they also have their concurrence uh-huh. in, <laughs> the four, in the f- fifth month of their release, right. Is just astronomical. It's routinely <laughs> number one on
3: Steam, and it's not. It's yeah. not like it used to be. Dota would be at most of the time, and CS:GO would be some of the time. Yeah. Now it's PUB. All the, all the
2: time well
0: not to mention i bet you destiny will be like a like you know it'll be like a it'll look like a mountain range right It'll oh, yeah. be spikes I, in there and battlegrounds has been nothing but up, but yeah, yeah, up yeah up under, under the, the right river. there are yeah.
3: certain regions where dota is not popular
0: yeah right and it's so it, not it,
3: popular and, and, it'll, and, and yeah uh, and and uh hub is popular fucking everywhere yeah. right i know yeah it's weird um, i was in, i haven't seen concurrent numbers on a game like that since modern warfare 3 like, probably not. I didn't think on about just that, but yeah. one console yeah. and see, like, there are 1.2 million players online right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: I used to go right? to the old Treyarch offices or whichever one it was. Yeah, I think it was Treyarch. And they'd have the heat map showing you know, the players oh, man, were just like, that. and you were like, Jesus
2: Christ. Well, How, did, did, and then they, did you go there? Work? Did a you go school? there when, <laughs> did you go there when they changed it, when they had the heat map and, and uh, it would switch between the heat map and the band map. Oh no. They, they had a, a, for a while at Treyarch where it was like, it was like, here's uh this player was banned. And then it would show like a little blue, and, like, somebody just got banned in this area of the world. Somebody just got banned here. And it was, like, when they were really cracking down on cheaters and cheating. And it was, like, they were, Towards like... Towards the end of the Xbox 360 era of, like, when that, that shit got That sounds broken. about right in yeah. the Xbox 360 yeah, era, yeah. Yeah, because
4: that was when a bunch of bunch of those games got broken open. Like, yeah. if you go back and play COD 4 on 360, like, all your, or even Modern Warfare 2, it's all hacked lobbies. Oh, it's so sure. like, you're just like, instantly hitting the level cap, <laughs> plus you're shooting through walls, plus you got wall, like, <laughs> and it will inject it, like, they develop stuff where it inject it into your game. Mm-hmm. So if you had, like, if you played a game with it, then you had it. And Whoa.
3: then your console gets banned, so have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I will be curious
0: if Battlegrounds ever does a uh, paid expansion of content someday. Not like, I'm saying like a year and a half from now. Mm-hmm. Like the game's been out, they've put out the second level, they've added clambering. And at some Not point... They're... until it's on every console that it will run on. Sure. It's out a year, a year and a half from now. It's on all of those, right? Do you Let's... see
2: them actually wanting to divide the player base like that?
0: I don't know. I'm just wondering if they would be okay with continuing to, if sales were to slow, yeah. would they still want to keep pumping resources into it? Would they want to go on to a new project? Would they literally want to think about making Battlegrounds 2? Right. As weird as a concept. Or would they instead of making Battlegrounds to just do a, a map pack, or I,
3: I think that like if they they have a couple of options, they could go like the radical honesty option with their player base and say like, look, we have two options. At a certain point, everyone is going to own this game. Yeah, like who's who wants to own this game? And that nobody's going to buy it anymore. Is right. going to be a very large number, right? Of people. <laughs> like this could easily top out at like twenty five. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So once that happens in the distant future, it's like they talk to their players and say, look. Either we can make another one mm-hmm. and sell it, or we can make it free to play and start putting microtransactions in the game in a more prevalent way.
2: Because they which, do have to continue to make money yeah. to maintain the
3: game. And Absolutely. 100-player like, games take a lot of servers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Even if people die really fast. <laughs> then they're queuing up right into the next one. That's uh-huh. still a lot of concurrent users right. on one server <laughs> <laughs> instance. Uh, so... Do you want us to sell another one, or do you want to deal with microtransactions? That's your choice. Right. And like, if you're a fan of PUB right now, I'm telling you that in a couple of years, that's the choice you have to make because they can't. Like, it's going to hit a point where it's not going to sell anymore.
2: Right. There, there is a limited number of people in the world that can actually, you know,
3: buy a game, and their room to cut price and sell the game is also is pretty low because it's it started at thirty bucks, and I think they've
4: said they're going to keep it at that. Which like, makes
3: sense, oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's like if you want to talk about content for a game like that, players are content, and no mm-hmm. game right
0: now has as much content. No. as <laughs> Fucking player unknowns, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, having like sixty second queue times for a hundred players is pretty <laughs> it's crazy. Unbelievable. I,
3: like I, that was how Call of Duty snowballed so hard. It's because everybody mm-hmm. was playing Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And like, uh, and so I, I think that it like it has player unknowns has the potential to be the first game of its type to really be a platform instead of a sequential release kind of game
3: James you were you had something to say
2: No I had doesn't matter Um uh,
3: it m- always
4: matters ma- Mainly that we should move on because we have so many other games to talk uh, about and we've yeah. t-
3: It could be the Minecraft of battle royale games <laughs> There we <matters. There> <laughs> go There we go It's going to be on everything forever <laughs> on every <laughs> R- platform about whether or not Switch players can play with Xbox 1 players <laughs> Uh I I have a list of the games that we have to talk about.
0: (laughs) Tell me about Dishonored.
2: Yes. You played some Dishonored, though, Anthony.
3: I I did. We can talk about (laughs) it. And Arthur.
2: I've only played a little bit. It's a... The new expansion. What's it called again?
3: Death of the Outsider. (laughs) It's not an expansion. It is a standalone release. It's an expansion. (laughs) It plays by itself.
2: I know. I know. But it's basically Um, an expansion.
3: Also, interestingly, there is a Old Game Plus mode. Oh, really? Which lets you play through the game with Dishonored 2 abilities. Oh, cool. Because Billy (laughs) has different abilities. Yeah. um, Huh. Including being able to talk to rats. Oh, wow. Like actually talk-talk? Yes. Well, she listens to them.
0: They talk to her. Like, they they share
3: things. They serve the function of the heart. Whoa. Like, so when you see, like, a group of rats, you can talk to them. Although, in my experience, not really useful.
1: Hmm. Is, the it, but, but is it but more in, useful
2: the heart, the heart but the heart was also real always really interesting are the rats actually interesting
3: yeah there's like some stuff it fills in so hmm. it takes place mostly in places that were in dishonored too right um and this is a prequel to dishonored two. You no know, it's sequel
2: it is a sequel it takes place after. oh cool
3: um i like billy's character a lot uh it Begins with Billy discovering Dowd and saving him, and Dowd's quest to kill the Outsider. Whoa. Which would be spoilers, except it's the premise, right?
2: <laughs> is uh, um, does does Billy? This is relating to people who played Dishonored too. Does Billy have or not have her arm? Billy she has it at this point.
3: She has like a like she got a, a an arm from Sokolov, I think. Bubble arm.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there's anyway yeah i don't want to spoil
3: stuff but yeah so uh, she does not have a mark Ah, uh, which is not to say that the outsider does not play a part right. in her abilities hmm. um cool so the one of the sort of immediate things is that it gets rid of um Blinking. Up, well there's kind of a blink
0: yeah not at, at first though
3: not at first but i mean you didn't get a blink right away right. in dishonored too either
0: right
1: mm.
3: um like it made you play through a level without abilities for the most part. Uh, so it gets rid of upgrade points.
1: Hmm.
3: Upgrade points are completely gone. Like you are not picking the abilities that you have. You are given abilities over time, over the course that, of the that's game. At story points. Yeah. Uh, instead, the upgrade system is much more dependent on bone charms, which have slightly more dramatic effects. Not not a lot, but more pronounced than they were before Hmm. Um, and so in that way it's almost like a loot system in that there are like 80 bone charms or something in that game Uh, and so you have to decide which ones are important to you and like finding a bone charm can be a much bigger deal than it felt like in the last one Uh, and she has different abilities like her teleport is that she creates a double of herself and switches places with it That's kind of cool. But Um, only within line of sight. So you can only project it within line of sight. Mm -hmm. But once it's somewhere, it can go through fences and stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so part of the puzzle stuff can be like, how can I get myself over this thing or overlook this thing long enough to get this double on the other side of this barrier Mm -hmm. and then teleport through it?
0: Cool. I feel like... uh her, I feel perfectly well. I've never really had qualms with it, but I feel like part of the reason they don't want you picking your own abilities because they kind of hope. I think they're kind of pushing people towards certain playstyles.
3: Yeah, I th- mm. in in a way, I think it's because like they introduce certain things that I don't think anybody would pick. Right. Oh, interesting. Like you, one of her abilities that is not in any of the other games is the ability to take on the appearance of someone else. Like anybody that she points at or something like no, that? No, you have to knock them out or kill oh, them. Okay. Or no, you can only knock them out. You can't kill them. If they're dead, you can't mimic them. Ah. But once they're knocked out, you can mimic them and then act as them It's huh. certain cool. parts of the story. Like there yeah. might be a building that only one person is allowed to get into. Yeah. Or wow. later there's an art auction <laughs> and you you can't be Billy Work participating in right. this art auction. Oh like,
2: man, this stuff sounds so amazing. God, Dishonored Soap. I play Super Violent.
3: Yeah, are, you, are no, you going high chaos or there, whatever? It's there is
2: called? no chaos system,
4: right?
3: Uh, not that I'm aware of. Although maybe there is. Like, I just play on. I play in stealth. Like, yeah. this, it is a stealth game, right? It is from I the think, people who brought you Thief. Goddamn <laughs> I know, and I think that there.
0: I think there's a decided bit of that studio that wants people to feel like to realize it's okay to be violent in those mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. because that's why I think another reason they're giving you some powers is because there was. I I guarantee you they looked at metrics and they're like, fuck, we put so much time into these chaos powers and no one took them. Like, you know... Because, like,
3: like, when it fucks up the entire world, it feels like punishment.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, like, I see people on Twitch and stuff play in, like, high chaos mode and, like, pulling off super badass shit. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, they're firing... Like
4: bolts into the air and like freezing them, then using sliding and throwing
0: a, <laughs> yeah. po- a bomb trap right pa- behind them is like, yeah. so the guys behind uh-huh. me. Like,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's so good. Like the, the wire <laughs> traps that just like shred. So people. that yeah. The, yeah. That's, that's
3: the thing. Like the the displacement ability. Like if you do it. If you position the double on top of somebody, you instantiate into them.
4: You mean you telefrag them? Yes.
3: <laughs> you telefrag them. <laughs>
4: it also hurts. That's you. great. <laughs>
3: nice. It also hurts you Yeah, when it happens. That, but
4: that, yeah, because that would hurt <laughs> if I teleported inside Matt. <laughs> He's got bones and shit in that. That'd be, they'd be like, ah.
3: <laughs> I never did it because I was trying to do a no-kill run. Right, right, right. And which that, is how I love to play Dishonored. But. but it's got some of the same fucking problems that Dishonored 2 has, which is like. There is no way to know that you killed someone unless you go into the stats screen. Oh, I hate that. Like, yeah, there is absolutely no indication that anyone has died unless right. you go into the stats screen. And by the time you go into the stats screen, it might be too late to clean up your fucking mess, mm-hmm. like to reload backwards. Mm-hmm. Although, thankfully, in this it's- one, it shipped with a level select.
0: <laughs> I always know they're dead.
3: Well, yeah, because well, you, that's do, it you do
1: it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> occasionally you counterattack someone so hard that you're just like. I just meant to slice you across the chest, and you're in four pieces because <laughs> it just does like a critical hit. And, just and there are up. some uh, like more combat-oriented
3: stuff in the game, but like stealth is still like primarily elevation-based.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah,
3: the vision range on guards is still like Terminator-like, right? Uh, and but primarily shadows. horizontal. Yeah, and shadows just do not work very consistently or reliably for stealth. Like sometimes they work great, and sometimes mm. they just absolutely do not work at
2: yeah, all. Yeah, I noticed that in Dishonored too as well. I
0: was like, I am clearly in deep, deep shadows here. It is pitch here. black here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, well, that's why
3: did you get your eyes shine? <laughs> yeah,
0: I like, I like games that like give you a screen effect that lets you just know, like, I am definitely exactly. invisible no matter. How
3: the what. fuck is that not in this? Game. There's like a in, million visual effects.
2: And in and in Thief, they had the Thief gem. You know, it's like yeah,
3: there is a light gem in the game. Mm-hmm. You took as inspiration. Right. God damn it! <laughs> Other stealth games have done this. Mm-hmm. How is that not in here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I still think that and that means that leaning is largely fucked up and broken. If you're oh, on the ground, you, yeah, they I can always, see you when you lean. Yeah, that's some worse shit.
2: Which makes sense to me on like harder difficulties. Like if you want it to be really hard, then like yeah, if I lean around a corner, somebody's going to see my fucking face. But like uh, you know, you should be able to have it on easier difficulties because that's this is also from on the
3: normal. Yeah. Let me lean for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Let me peek. I So I think that there's still like that that sort of if you want to stealth your way through it, there's a save crawl aspect and like the death thing is a real punch in the dick the death thing like the, the, not knowing, when, someone oh, not is knowing dead when somebody's dead yeah is a real yeah, yeah yeah real punch in the balls but they're like there's just like some clever puzzles in it like nothing quite as clever as like the the way to get into the the clockwork mansion the clockwork mansion mm. was it the clockwork yeah it was yes because <laughs> there was like the dude who made the clockwork soldiers, and then the level after him was the clockwork mansion, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't, uh, yeah, okay. No, no, no. no, no, no. So no, the, not was... the clockwork mansion. Like, there's, there's the old thing to get into, like where there's this crazy puzzle to yeah. solve to get into it.
2: Yeah, that that's like to get through a stage to get to the clockwork mansion. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing like on that level, and nothing as dramatic as the clockwork mansion. Yeah,
0: yeah. that probably was very expensive um, and yeah. awesome. <laughs> and,
3: like, I loved that there were no smoke and mirrors. Like, it was, like, mm. functional. Like, you could get behind the fucking walls mm-hmm. in yeah. mm-hmm. and see everything. Yeah. Like, that really surprised me. That blew my goddamn a mind. a lot of games over yeah. the course of my life. Um, mm-hmm. One thing, like, I, I think that it's not as <coughs> sophisticated gameplay-wise. I do think that it provides some more clever scenarios for power use. Narratively speaking, it's the tightest of any of the Dishonored games. I'm sure because it's the shortest, right? And uh, so, how long? Six eight hours. I think it took me like probably because I was slightly more completionist in playing stealth, like mm. twelve. Okay, twelve to fifteen.
2: Man, that sounds perfect.
3: Um, yeah, compared to Dishonored, which is like twenty five thirty. <laughs> yeah, or Dishonored Two was like twenty five yeah. thirty. Um, it's a pair of characters who want a specific thing from a specific person, mm-hmm. and. It's five chapters, mm, nice. which is maybe one chapter too long for something really coherent, but it still manages to keep its shit together for mm-hmm. the most part. Cool, um, and it allows you to sort of see the aftermath of some shit that happened in Dishonored. Like you go to the museum. Oh, really? Like as the oh. Chantry is trying to to figure out what the fuck happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I had actually forgotten some of the shit that happened in, yeah, in the yeah, Chantry. Yeah. Like I remember the witches being there, but right. I don't remember like what that whole how thing was they about. took it over, which right. was to invade the dreams of the sisters oh yeah that's right and they go into that and also like there's just like a lot of sort of development of chantry people in that part of the game um and it just gives you there's a lot of ways to do stuff it really wants you to do certain things certain ways um
2: i think does it make a a determination on whether uh your character on whether you played emily or not in the last game no no,
3: there's like no. It doesn't touch anything from your Dishonored save, as far gotcha. as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I did play it, I played D- Death of the Outsider on Xbox One and Dishonored Two on PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as I can, t- I haven't seen anybody say anything. I mean, it like, would make sense that it didn't. I guess. Like, there's very little mention of Emily. Yeah. Um, and no mention of Corvo because mm-hmm. why would it mention Corvo? <laughs> right. Um, it talks about Delilah. It talks about the sort of fallout and like mm-hmm. there are like the witches are in the world, like having tried to find other places to hide in things to be now that their magic is gone, mm, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is interesting. Like, I yeah. just think that it, it's strengths are the strengths of dishonored. Yeah. And some of it's, but in kind of new ways yeah. are the weaknesses of Dishonored. <laughs> sure. But the story I think is, is very tight and I think it's much more digestible than any of the dishonored games has been by virtue of it being much, Man. much shorter. It sounds awesome.
2: That's another game like that's out right now that I really want to play along with uh, Divinity Two. Like I really, really want to play that. Yeah, you and I talked about doing that co-op once. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that co-op. Maybe maybe towards toward the holidays. The game's
0: doing yeah. very well for itself.
2: Um, Man, it, it's I just love the idea of an actual of a game that's designed of a computer RPG game that's designed around the co-op experience. Like, the, like world the world is aware that you are playing co-op. We should do that in extra life.
3: Oh, that'd be good.
2: Yeah,
4: maybe be a good segment. Yeah.
3: If we can get capable computers in here. I, am, I have I'm a sorry. capable computer.
0: If there is a horrible noise right now. I was adjusting my mic. I'm spots. sorry. I'm
3: I, sorry. I, I, thought, I, th- I thought it was also <laughs> on consoles. Is it? Uh, I know no. Divinity. I'm pretty like, sure it's only PC. Sin, I think is. Maybe. Uh, but it's, I, I think I'm sure it, it maybe it will. Yeah, it probably will be, but I think yeah.
2: right now it's just PC. Okay. Right. I think. Mom. We'll figure it out. Anyway.
3: I'll talk about Metroid for like a second. Yeah, I am not very far in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people have lots of amazing things to say about Samus Returns. I was excited for it, reading all those reviews because I am like a Metroid Two defender. I liked that game a lot. I yep. went through a lot of fucking batteries beating that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are lots of cool ideas. Is this and, a remake of and, Yeah, Samus II? Returns is a is a reimagining of, of Metroid Two of Metroid Two um, um, from Mercury Steam. Cool uh, and. I think that it is a game that is hampered in large part by technical decisions. Oh, and doesn't like, doesn't run well? Is it thirty frames per second? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that makes it control like butts. Mm. Uh, I also think that the analog disc on the two DS is one of the three <laughs> DS is one of the worst decisions That's, anyone has ever made. Is it the right nub? The right like side the nub. Left uh, nub. The, the left of the disc. Yeah, the left disc. Okay, the analog disc is terrible. Like the amount of of travel you have to put on that to actually get Samus to do anything is awful.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like
3: you can unpause it.
0: I'm just
2: rubbing the nub. <laughs> nah. Rub that nub. Rub it like you mean
3: it. Like you can. Like, so even it, at the menu, like the amount of, of like f- of push you have to put on the stick to make sure it happens. Basically, like, basically I, I can almost a dead zone. Yeah. It has a big yeah. dead zone. Yeah. It has a huge dead zone. Mm-hmm. And like, once you hit it, it's still like, A fair amount of latency, just frame rate based. Yeah. Um, And there's a ton of timing based shit in it. Like there's a counter move that you really need to do when stuff charges you. And there's like a lot of boss fights that are dependent on it, I Mm. guess. Uh, And I haven't really been to any of them. But it's like combined with the fact that it's like a handheld system, which is already not (sighs) fun for my hands. And it's just like, it's not. It's a non-starter for me. It's a super huge bummer. Because mm. um, I was really looking forward to it. And maybe they'll put it out on the Switch or something. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it should have been 60 frames per second. Oh, absolutely. Like the 3D actually looks pretty good. Oh, that's um, interesting.
0: But I. D- Why does it need to be 60 to you? Because I'm just saying, because none Cause, of the like, other response, Metroids were. Uh, I,
3: I mean, I think. Was Metroid Prime 60? I don't, I don't so. remember. Um, I feel like it was. Why the SNES game was 60. Like, the, the 2D Metroids had been 60, traditionally.
4: Oh, wow. Yeah, you, like, if you don't do, like, it doesn't always, like, I'm nudging back and forth. And it, it just does not respond. It either does or, like, I don't know. It just, it's inconsistent. And That's so it's, like... Cool. And
3: it uses the D-pad for buttons. You So you can't control Samus with the... If you could control Samus with the D-pad, that would actually yeah. fix a lot of problems. Yeah, them. exactly. Um well, oh well. So yeah, that's a I'm bummer. Not, I'm not digging yeah. it so much. So what's next? Uh, speaking of games that people are not digging too much, uh, James, you played Ruiner. <laughs> yeah, I also played you I like Ruiner. You don't like Ruiner? I watched it. I
0: watched it. My coworker played it for like ten minutes today, and I was like, "That's a cool looking game." It looks very cool. It just doesn't
3: play super well. Really? You're playing on PC, right? am mm-hmm. with a controller though. So I was playing on Xbox One. With a controller, and I immediately I was surprised that it was 30 frames per second. Yeah. Uh, which I assume is not a problem on PC. No, it's not. And so I was like, this game kind of runs not great, and the controls don't feel particularly tight.
0: Yeah, so it's an isometric game. Uh, it's I'm, like Helldivers or or any of the games that Housemarque has put out on PlayStation. I'm I feel like it wise. was the game that it wants people to think of as Hotline
3: Miami.
4: Right, with a little bit more fidelity. But it's not that yeah it, it, the my main complaint with it, and I think I think the aesthetically is kind of cool, I think the world is interesting um is that w- the actual combat it, it's hard it's hard as hell yeah, like,
0: but it kills you and reloads super fast exactly
4: like you like when you when you die and you you can gain health back really quickly if you're taking down enemies, uh you can just hit b and it loads you right back into that section, and the checkpoints aren't that bad hmm. um I just don't feel especially because it. It's like a mix of melee and uh, ranged weapons, mm-hmm. um, but they want you to do a lot of melee, which, which doesn't feel great when you when you when you connect with someone. It does, like uh, physically it doesn't, but there's no like resistance anything. It just kind of passes through them. Hmm. Um, I actually
3: feel like the, I like I find the melee much more satisfying and reliable than the guns.
4: Yeah, I just I don't I, I don't think the systems with it, its dash and its shield function all that well
3: right in part because it wants you to do it it's almost like it wants to introduce isometric strategy stuff to the game like if you on the on the xbox one and if you're using a controller Mm. uh, i think it's the left bumper is how you dash yes and you can hold if you yeah if you hold the left bumper down like you can move a cursor to to up to three points
4: yeah i think um uh, what was the super giant game? Uh, Transistor. Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of reminiscent of transistors. Like you're plotting out your path, but oh, with with these dashes. With that dashes, so you do blinks yeah. between them. Yeah, and it, and it slows down the game while you're pl- planning those out.
3: Not completely. Mind. <laughs> no, it does. It slows, slows down. It, it slows down. Yeah, but it's still moving.
4: So it's so not, not stop and give orders. No, yeah. and
3: and it feels like it might be better if it did.
4: Yeah, mm. I. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's more. Uh, systems that you unlock, there's like a giant skill tree that you can kind of go down and then retract. So you, huh. g- as you gain skill points, say you like d- just focus on your shields in the very beginning. yeah.
3: Or you don't take shields. Oh, you don't or You don't <laughs> take shields.
4: You should really take shields though because <laughs> it's the only way you can block bullets uh-huh. Um, that I've seen. Uh-huh.
3: It's the turrets that are the problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but
4: you can then uh... Would take the points back out and mm-hmm. say when you get six points and then go down a completely separate tree with all those points. You can oh, respec
3: cool. at any time. Yeah, wow, so, so you
4: could you could swap it off and then there's a a wheel on Y that if you can press and hold then you can like remap abilities at any time to hmm. I forget the left trigger. Left
3: trigger, yeah, um, crazy. And which is a good idea, yeah, yeah. Just like the the time slowing down so you can plot out your dashes is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I just don't
4: feel like they all mesh super well, I and mean, I'm not. I I did the first level, which
3: is just very linear. It's teaching you s- some of the systems. That initially feels so massively fucking cliche. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like Manhunt fucked every other Devolver game <laughs> um, because it's a Devolver game. It's also right. literally the first Devolver game to launch day date on Xbox one.
4: <laughs> I've
3: never done that ever, which huh. is interesting.
4: Um, and then you, it opens up after the first level, um it's such like, like you're you basically get hacked and you're you counter hacked right and you, be, you become you basically get sent to take out this dude's boss he's a disgruntled employee he's trying to take out his boss mm-hmm. um and but you get you end up losing get fucked up and then another ha- hacker finds you kind of puts you back together with a friend of hers and then you're sent out to f- figure out what's going on and like so are you a robot uh,
3: you're a, a cy- cyborg cyborg oh, a
4: cyborg um and then, it, and then after that first level, it opens up into like hub area where there's like a bunch of NPCs. There's like some small missions within that area. It's a non combat zone. And some challenges. Whoa, and that's shit like weird. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I would, I would not have expected. that. And there's like a lot of. and That's the thing is I didn't expect that either. And yeah. like there's a lot of like dialogue of you can go up and talk to people and Whoa. give some responses. And you're wearing this like um basically I've like an the, LED mask. Yeah, I've seen that. And that's yeah. basically how your character talks. Uh, you talk. You talk through LED. Text e- on e- your yeah mask. or like just pictures and stuff like that no, it's that's like what what the, what the character's thinking it's uh-huh. it's, it's it's a, a weird that's art a style can see yeah of like hand drawn cutouts yeah. on 3d backgrounds but they're not moving mm. um so it, again there's a lot of stuff that's really really cool and i'm probably going to continue to play it just cuz i want to see if as i unlock more of that skill tree that maybe the system will start to make sense more i just mm. i didn't haven't found the combat feels
0: wrong a yeah, little wrong. it
3: hasn't clicked as quickly as like a game like hotline Miami is is that game very fast yeah Mm -hmm. even like next Machina as an overhead shooter is a game that is that game very quickly Mm -hmm. and this is not that and I think it's because of like all the sort of strategy and RPG systems that it adds like it wants to be slightly more of a thinking man's hotline Miami overhead shoot I (laughs) yes, we'll (laughs) use that as a placeholder for whatever the fuck genre this is right Um, beat beat him shmup Beat him schmup. There you go. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah that, I like That's that. not terrible yeah. Fuck it. James did it. Yeah.
2: James did it. A beat him schmup. <laughs>
3: I got out poor man toed by James.
2: <laughs> I'm usually terrible at that beat shit,
3: too. Shmup. yeah, Fuck. That's, <laughs> that's really that's great.
4: good. <laughs> you, can, you can give that to Phil.
2: That's a new genre. <laughs> I love it. Shmup. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh,
3: that's another Play Anywhere game, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is also interesting. If you buy
4: it through the uh, Windows Store. <laughs>
3: yeah, through the Xbox One or Windows Store, it's Play Anywhere. Yeah, yeah.
4: I love
2: Play Anywhere. It's such um, a good idea.
3: Music's music pretty good. Um, and there's, like, lots of clever things. Like, your character's, mat- he has, like, a, a full head mask that disguises their face, because who the fuck knows what's under there. Right. Uh, and it displays, like, text and images. Right, right. That's what we were just saying. Yeah. yeah. So like That's the how ways- he communicates. So when you're talking to NPCs, mm. like the response that you pick changes the text. Because mm. um, there's only two options,
4: it's basically a yes/no. But yeah, it, but it's true. like contextual based on how. Because sometimes it, they're both just like nod or shrug. Uh-huh. And the, shrug
3: is no, I assume. Shrug, shrug is just like whatever. It's a non-committal no. Yeah, it's it's like
4: you're gonna do it anyway because you you can't you can, basically can't say no to a lot of things. Uh-huh. So. Like <laughs> um, life.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and then uh, there, and there's a bunch of different range, range weapons that uh you can pick up, right? Which, you can, and if you don't, then there's like a thing that comes down and grinds them all up into, into karma, which is yeah. like
3: the XP yeah. system,
0: yeah. So that you're rewarded for not using all the guns, yeah. And you have oh. you
4: have a standard gun that's just called the Ruiner, With which poop, w- poop bullets. Yeah, <laughs> it's not very good. I think it gets but upgraded throughout the game.
3: Even the even the guns that are good, like they have a clip. Yeah, and, and they run it. out and you run out real fast <laughs> the,
4: the thing that I found fun to do is that there's a little bit of slowdown when you pick up the guns so if they're just guns on top of each other you can just swap guns shoot one bullet and just keep like spamming X
1: <laughs>
3: rapidly <laughs> over
4: so there's just a, like infinite slowdown. Yeah, like,
3: I feel like that game, much like life tells you early on the only thing you can rely on is yourself yeah. and your fists <laughs> yeah. or your sword or whatever the does fuck y-
2: you're holding does your, uh, does your sword uh,
3: degrade no. after use no. Oh. The, the, there are some that do. Mm. I mean, it's it's. I haven't gotten. I don't think I've gotten another weapon. I, I Maybe confusing it. My so time you have, like you can unlock power moves like where you hold down the the melee button and it like <laughs> does like a, a slash. Right. Like, a slash like, dash. Yeah, like a slash dash that mm-hmm. like puts out like an energy attack in front of you that uses up energy. Yes, which is. Because there's, there's, your special abilities use energy. Mm-hmm.
4: And you can get, again, if killing enemies, and there's also little plates you can stand on to gain the energy back, but it's mm. it's a finite resource.
3: I do. I think that one thing it does right is kind of something that Doom did right, which is that it rewards you for aggressively pursuing yep. kills. Gotcha. In that it's not just like it gives you more karma because whatever. Like, it gives you more health for like up close melee and combo kills, uh, I okay. think. So, like. The more shit you're fucking up, the less you have to worry about getting hit. By right. It. So, so
2: don't do. So don't be. You know, popping and stopping and corridor diving. Uh, you and, can
3: do that. Yeah. But
2: and like, sometimes it requires that with the bosses. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, you basically there's like a, a
4: car in the middle of one of the boss areas, and you're pretty much just dancing around that car, like mm-hmm. dashing and hitting him, and then re- retreating behind the car so you don't get hit by his like shotgun blast. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I did have a pretty good luck with that boss, just like chasing his ass and beating the crap out of him oh, without yeah. much <laughs> cover. You playing on normal? Yeah.
4: Yeah, so there's the three modes easy, which is basically they're like, if you just want to have a fun time, mm-hmm. normal, which is... If
3: you want to have fun.
4: If you want to have fun. <laughs> and then hard, which is like, this is what we recommend. And hard is hard. I don't have enough
3: time <laughs> yeah. to play a game that I'm not sure I'm going to like on, on yeah, my, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: And uh, yeah, I, I swap it down to normal, and I'm still having... Again, I don't know if I, I'm playing it right. That's the thing is, I don't know what... So like how it works about, yet. Like
3: mm-hmm. Ruiner is hard. Cuphead is hard. But like the thing about Cuphead is when I die, I know why I died. Yeah. Like I know what I'm doing wrong. Even like if you I'm, moved like, your thumb wrong. I'm frustrated. Right. Because I it feels like bullshit. But I know why I died. In Ruiner, mm-hmm. there are times where I die and I'm like, I'm not totally sure what happened there. Yeah.
4: Mm. There's a lot of stuff going on that you can't necessarily focus your eye on. Where I think in Cuphead, you have a relatively focus within a certain area-ish. Yeah uh maybe you're maybe you're looking forward to see what's coming ahead but you're
3: not yeah it's it's just less demanding in some ways because it's 2d yeah, yeah. And well and, and runer Ruiner
2: is is 2.5d but it seems like it has a lot of particle
3: effects going on all the honestly time cuphead is like 1.5d like you're <laughs> right. moving from left to right and up and down right right. no i was talking about runer. It's yeah runer 5D. yeah i just there's more to worry about in Runer. Yeah. um yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know. Mm. I'll play a little bit more probably if I don't throw a controller through my <laughs> television playing Cuphead. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. Th- I,
4: I I may have been confused the durability system of your crowbar with uh, Heat Signature. Okay. Um, which does have a crowbar and that other which. You so know what kind of game is anything? What kind of game is signature? Heat Signature? It is I don't also know. an isometric game. Um, oh. That is. I have the power of Google. Yeah, it, it is a stealth...
2: Oh,
1: okay.
4: If you've played Gunpoint...
0: Mm-hmm. It is from the maker of oh, gunpoint. Yeah, I saw yeah.
2: this. Yeah, dude, I love Gunpoint. Yeah, you, then you will love this game. And th- this And it's Gunpoint, but it's top-down, basically. Top-down... Uh, you are
4: a, a, a scrapper or something that basically you're you're going out to do missions, right? And you're going to go take over these other ships. You have to chase them down in space. So yeah, yeah. so
2: so you have a you're basically a, you're a, a, a pirate. thief, a pirate for hire, yeah. right? And you fly your sh- and the basic is the basic premise is that like when you do a mission, you fly your ship out to a bigger ship and you dock with it mm-hmm. and the ships are they are they procedurally generated or I are think, they i think
4: they're procedurally yeah they have different layouts but right they yeah. have
2: different layouts with like hallways and guards and turrets and cameras and, and there, there's like different types of ships that can have a certain
4: number of rooms basically right, right, so right. like you start out with i think it's probably like eight to ten total rooms and i think they scale up from there mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so, so you go into a ship, and you're trying to do a bunch of objectives in the ships, and trying to get past guards. And yeah, it's usually
4: from the mount I
2: I played it's easier. Either take over the ship, mm-hmm. find an item
4: in that ship, or rescue someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's stealth in the way of you can sneak by people when you can. They have vision cones, but a lot of it is. Uh, the combat based stuff with the different item, like the different t- types of items so you just start out with a simple crowbar and gun or you can start out with like a crowbar and a key cloner or a sword and a gun and you can select your different character at the beginning because you're not playing as one character you're oh. playing as many different characters because if you lose a level that character gets captured and you have to go rescue them uh-huh. It kind of seems <laughs> like cool. reverse FTL a little bit yeah uh-huh. um, <laughs> you
3: are the people boarding uh-huh.
4: yeah <laughs> But you're only one person boarding. Um, you're eh, multiple people, right? You, and the level that you're, when you're playing a level, you're just one.
3: Uh, oh, so like it, it's not like uh, those free to play or like the side mission stuff and shit like Mass Effect and Assassin's Creed Black Flag like where you send your people off to do their thing and they have a probability <laughs> of survival. Yes, and this then, is that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and you may also
4: I think you may also later in the game do that thing where you send people off. Oh, funny. Um, but there's there's crazy systems of. When you capture those ships or get those, because you have an inventory that you pick up items um, that you can bring them back, and they'll combine into other items you can buy. So, if you get like a stealth, um, uh, a stealth pistol, and a stealth and a shotgun, sometimes there'll be like a a stealth shotgun, like a science science shotgun in the inventory. Um, But the the combat's really interesting. Uh, It's a lot of like you enter a room and you say you have crowbar bound to left click. Because mm-hmm. you can change up how you bind what. Because you only have two things bound, it's left and right click. So it could be a gun and something else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it could be like key cloner and crowbar. I and mean, crowbar, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that has a certain range. Mm-hmm. So as you enter a, as you hold it down, it will show you the range on it. And then you basically, they like, can strafe around the corner. It will lock on, and you let go, and you like you'll basically warp to the person and hit them. Then mm-hmm. at an instant point, you probably want to hit space because space will pause the game. Um, and then you can like look around and be like, okay, so this person saw me and they will like spell out intruder, by, like <laughs> one letter at a time. as it reaches full, like if it reaches intruder, uh-huh. then they'll call for reinforcements oh, cool. um, from the rest of the ship.
2: So it's like, can I use my, my, Pause to, like, take out everybody in this right. room. Right, so
4: you're basically saying, Let's like, say you
2: have a pistol in your other
4: hand. Then you mm-hmm. pause, you set up your... You right-click, start setting up your shot, and release, and it will, like, slow down as you're setting up your shot, and then did you can Gunpoint release. Does
3: Gunpoint have the same kind of pause functionality? Uh, I don't know. I
4: didn't I, didn't I don't remember it, it having so it. So
3: I, I don't think that it did, which is, like, something that Ronin had. Mm-hmm. Like, Ronin borrowed a lot from Gunpoint, but it was, like... A lot about pausing and sort of like tactically moving and planning the ways that fights would go, mm-hmm. um, and this sounds kind of like that. Yeah,
4: um, and but there's also a lot of dynamic stuff of there's a window in the room that you're in and if you shoot the window, you all get sucked out into space. <laughs> uh, and then you have to disconnect your pod. You can remote control your pod. It can pick you up. But you could also run out of air and die. Um, and it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it comes down to the people I've been seeing playing it more than I have because I'm, I probably played about an hour and a half, maybe mm. less. Um, and it was, like you're telling your stories within it because each character that you're playing has a personal objective and that could be
3: Is it randomly generated?
4: I think so. Uh, Kill, get revenge on this person because they killed my family. Hmm. Go rescue this person. Find out this piece of information. Um, And they're slowly working towards that goal by going out and completing these other missions. Um, and in the overall map, cause you can, you actually can fly anywhere in the map, but mm-hmm. there, and they have different stations. I mean, it's is like to, just a star map and you fly between stars, right? You right, but you're not like bound to the path between the stars. You're mm. just flying around the, the, the area. Mm. Um, but you do have to like, take control of certain parts of the map because that's also your, your skill tree. Is as you take over sections, star sections, it unlocks parts that, uh, like parts for the store. Like, um, So are you taking perks. it over for you or are you taking it over for an no, overlord? There are th- three other factions, but you're taking uh-huh. over for you. You're taking uh-huh. as like basically the pirate faction. Uh-huh. You're the fourth faction that is fighting everyone. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, um, but, I, again, I haven't gotten too deep into that. I've only yeah. been doing the, like, disparate missions that are, like, roaming ships around it. Mm-hmm. And as you're flying around space, you can see other ships passing by. And I'm assuming that you could probably just go attack those and take them over if
2: you wanted. Huh. Wow, crazy. Um,
4: uh, what
2: happens when you take a ship over?
4: Uh, so, once you, once you have done your objective, mm-hmm. there's a pilot uh, that's in this basically, like, the command seat. You could just leave. You could just go back to your pod and leave and you don't take it over. But you could also just take over the ship and bring it back. Um, oh, you actually fly the ship back? Yeah, you'll basically you can either knock out or kill the pilot and mm-hmm. get in the pilot seat, and then just you can uh, <laughs> hit F and it will just autopilot it back to your station. Oh, cool! Yeah. Um, and does that like give
2: you resources? It gives you additional resources, correct? Uh, but it's
4: not it's not that much. It's like nine of the resource, hmm. and like, um, but it, it's really really cool. Um, nice. There's enough other games going on, including Ruiner and Destiny, mm-hmm. that I I only put. Uh, like again, like an hour and a half yeah, at most into it.
3: But we'll
0: probably play more.
3: Um, Anthony, did you have anything else?
0: Nope. I've played <laughs> Battlegrounds. <laughs> and Battlegrounds. And XCOM, and that's it.
3: Uh, I XCOM, played so the Forza 7 demo, mm-hmm. which is a gigantic download. <laughs> <laughs> For a demo. A, 80 gigs? The demo... No. Okay, so the demo is like 15, I think. Still big. Which is preposterous. Uh, the game releasing to Ultimate Edition Purchasers this Friday. Mm -hmm. Pay $100, get it four days early. None of you have the willpower to resist it if you want Forza, so welcome to the reality we live in. uh, Is 60. Like, the disc is 50, and then there's a 10 gigabyte download. Because it's bigger than a Blu-ray will hold. Oh my god. And they only just are finalizing their new system for multiple discs.
0: Shit like that sucks so bad for people who have bad internet I
3: I know. GameStop, you know... If anyone from GameStop or with the ear of someone at GameStop is listening, do you want to know how GameStop becomes the good guy again? Act, like have every fully updated digital version of every game at your location. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let people download that onto a hard drive at your (laughs) store for their platform of choice when they buy the game. Let them have the fully updated digital version. Sell them the code. Let them redeem it. Let them download it at your place. Mm Mm-hmm for people who don't have access to a fast internet connection and watch yourself become the good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so there's a 10, at least a 10 gigabyte download. When the Xbox one X patch comes out, which I assume will be end of November or mid or sorry, end of October, maybe mid October for when people get review units, it will be an additional 20 gigabytes.
2: <laughs> wow. So 80. Yes. GameStop should just stop selling discs and just I mean, sell, like, USB 3
3: keys here's, that here's just update. Four on PC last year was, like, a full 20 gigabytes bigger than the Xbox One version because it had full 4K support. Right. Um, and so for a game that's at native 4K with full 4K support, <laughs> yes, you can expect... Absurd download sizes. I'm going to ruin my bandwidth cap in November. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have bandwidth cap so anyway, anymore. It is nice having the upgraded internet though, because I see like basically maxing out Xbox Live's download speed, which is about the same as maxing out Steam's download speed. Apparently, which is mm-hmm. what like a hundred, like three hundred megabits. Okay, is about where I tap out. Yeah. That's, that's like, the that's the fastest I've gotten on our fiber at work. Yeah, that's the fastest I've gotten on on any download on my gigabit connection here. Right, like gig, like bandwidth tests, I'll get a, a gigabit sure reliably right. on anything that I would want to use it for. Not even close because <laughs> cause they because they have their limiters. Extra on. life will be fine though. We'll <laughs> oh yeah, r- destroy my bandwidth cap, but extra <laughs> life will get what we need quickly. <laughs> yeah, we, we p- pushed
4: f- uh five meg may- or five megabit
2: stream um, yeah. probably. Seven twenty sixty. Well
3: no the upload is still like 40
2: right No. yeah Only. the uh that that's the thing with our with our fiber at work where it was like oh you know like our uh our co-founder jason who lives out in illinois now um the will we'll be like okay we did this shoot we need to upload uh, about 50 gigs of stuff to jason all right i'll start it uploading i'll come back from lunch and it's done yeah nice it's so great but then he um, has to download it True, but at least downloading is better than uploading (laughs) on his end.
3: So, so anyway, so I downloaded the the Forza demo. Forza is beautiful, like it's got the supercars and all that. I just feel like the way that Microsoft pushes Forza, the way the demos push Forza, and the (laughs) way that people look at Forza, it just never plays to what that game actually does well, which is that like Forza is best when you start the game with kind of a shitty car. And, and you get better with, and understand mm-hmm, that car Ducati. and get to know it. <laughs> and then you upgrade it and it's like, oh, this is different to control now, but it's still my car. Mm-hmm. And you spend like a good four or five hours with that car and you love it. And then it's onto a new car and it controls completely differently. Yeah. And you make your way through all these different scenarios, getting to know these cars and really understand them. And have that put to the test and like really like thoroughly exploited by these different tracks. Right, right. And it's like an education and like a series of relationships, whereas like the Forza that people get as demos are like the way that you think of Forza is like it's it's a super fast car that's impossible to control because Forza is realistic.
1: <laughs> Correct. Like,
3: that's not that's not what Forza is supposed to be. That's not what Gran Turismo is supposed to be. Yeah. Like they can both be that, but like they they excel in the same way, which is that like you build relationships with these cars. And you can't do that with the demo. And so It's Forza. It's gorgeous. Like, there are trucks now and, like, real-time time time of day changes and full uh, track simulation of weather, like, including dynamic weather. Like, it might rain, it might not, and it's, like, dynamically generated rain, which radically changes the way that things control. Dude, I bet. Um, And it looks amazing on Xbox One X. It looks really fucking good on Xbox One, Hmm. uh, but the reason that game is good is not in the demo. Right. Um, like all it does all the stuff that's in the demo does great but that is not why i play those games right which is like the reason why forza 5 it's clicked not me. my forza it's why forza 5 clicked me so much is because like their horrific human humanity notwithstanding like the <laughs> the top gear guys like it's not just that they loved amazing like supercars like there's a genuine love for almost every car With those guys like in the show like even the shitty cars they find something nice and fun to say about them or like some interesting facet of driving them that they really explored and that was contagious in forza 5 and less so in forza 6 and i assume none of that is in fucking forza 7
2: i mean that's the bummer because the it sucks those guys are bad people (laughs) (laughs) love love of
3: things is contagious it really is and in forza 5 it really was like the top gear stuff was so good and they fucking ruined it by being awful people. <laughs> so fuck you, Top Gear hosts. There was only one of them that would like did awful no, shit. No, right? another one made like anti-gay jokes. Oh, good. Later, yeah, Richard, I think, mm. talked about ice cream being for poofs. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so Forza comes out on Friday. I don't think I'm gonna have time to play it right away, but maybe. <laughs> Over Christmas break, when I've got an Xbox One X and I'm trying to feel okay about it. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not going to have time to play because I'm going to be pushing for my factions in Destiny. Yeah. Because that stuff landed well,
4: this week. Only this week. And then it goes yeah. away next week. you guys week? Do right.
2: Space Nazis? Uh, There are no space Nazis the, well, No it's New, new
4: Monarchy or, or space Are Nazis. Totally they are not space, space Nazis They are absolutely no, no, they they are
3: the, 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 last, the last version of their Right cre- down to Space Hugo Boss Making their <laughs> uniforms yeah. They are totally space it, Nazis So
4: the last part of their like Creed or whatever their uh-huh. Tenant is is basically like Transfer uh Power to one individual Who is like uh, like, uh, uh, you can't challenge him. Like, that's, right. the last,
3: that's what a monarch fucking is. Fucking guardian Hitler <laughs> is what they're
2: looking for. And maybe you could be him. I did not get that. No, my my whole thing was like uh, so you can choose a different faction with each of your characters that you have. It's yeah. not per account, it's per character. And so but your
3: progress on that, that faction like contributes to everyone's progress right. on that faction. Right.
2: right. right. So right. basically, what I did is like. Uh, uh, I have two characters, because when I brought up my second character, like, last week, it seriously took me, like, less than four hours to yeah, go from it, it zero to 20 and to, like, 290 light level. Yeah, you know, it doesn't... It yeah. takes... It takes no time to get up A tenth of character. the time yeah. to get to the same level. Yeah, and so the... Which is uh, nice. Yeah, it is yeah. really nice. And so, anyway, so, like, basically, like, I came in with my, my hunter, which was my main character, and I just, like, looked at all of the armor options, because you can just, like... Hit triangle on. Picked you, it based on shaders. Yeah, I picked mm-hmm. it based on shaders and based on equipment. I was like, which one makes my character yeah. look the coolest? So you picked Space eh, Nazis. No, I picked uh, Future War Cult for my Hunter mm-hmm. and I picked Space Nazis for my Warlock because the Warlock stuff looks
4: New, the best So we're talking about uh, Future
2: and, War Cult,
4: Dead yeah. Orbit. And new monarchy dead orbit right.
3: or space goths Yeah,
4: space goths and so,
3: the, the dead
2: orbit stuff looks the worst oh they look, they look a little great emotion. the shaders oh. are so good oh, my god Their shaders like look exactly like your beginning gear it's just yeah great. in
3: my on my on my Twitter timeline seem to be gravitating toward dead orbit dead oh orbit everybody gravitates orbit. towards dead
2: orbit because they think it looks cool but they have bad taste
3: <laughs>
1: <Whoa. laughs> whatever you say space Nazi <laughs> no.
2: future workhole has. The worst taste,
4: because they put their logo on on everything. But their colors are the best. No, their colors are the worst.
2: Oh,
3: my God. They're so good. I'm sorry if you want a shader that puts, like, a little thing on them to identify them for everyone (laughs) else. The
2: the problem with uh, the future War Cult gear is that, like, they... Their gear is largely just gray with a few of their color highlights when they yep. should have gone, like, fully into, the, like, their Euro-style sort of, you know, pseudo-designers di- pseudo republicism and just dive headlong into it. What the fuck is, like, it.
3: future war cults, Tenet? Uh,
2: that, that war is inevitable and that you need to be constantly preparing for the yes. wars that are about to come. So the
3: Spartans.
2: Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. yeah, they're
4: the least bad of pretty much all of them. <laughs>
3: uh, Dead orbit is like everything sucks.
4: Yeah, and they're like, they're like we we should abandon we Earth. should abandon Earth and go to the stars. New monarchy is
2: we should stay on Earth and rekindle the golden age. And rekindle Spartans the were Pretty age. terrible. Let's be clear. And
3: the future, the future Every war, standing military society was pretty awful. If we're really yeah. going to
2: get into
0: Spartans in particular, were pretty brutal. And the,
2: and, the, and the future war call is basically just. Uh, we need to be constantly preparing for war. We predicted the Red Legion's arrival and all that kind of um, stuff. But if you join Dead Orbit, you get Peter Stormare as your faction leader. That's, that's true. A pretty good reason. Yeah, that's a pretty good Dead reason. And, and then yeah.
4: uh, Future Warhold. Future uh, call yeah. has. Um, I forget the actress's name. I, I forget her name too. But her but voice she's, is uh, great. She's amazing. She's in. Um, yeah. The Expanse as the, the, version the actress. Yes, yes, yes. yes. yes she's I a, forget her. She's name. in House of Sand and
3: Fog. Man, main, I love literally. her voice. Yeah, it's so good. Um. Mm-hmm. Which Peter Stormare is it? Is it Volkswagen commercial? Peter Stormare? <laughs> is it Mercenaries Two? Peter Stormare? <laughs> Mercenaries Two? It's a little yeah, bit the, like the no, you didn't I've not commercials seen it. for Mercenaries Two. Yeah, no. We'll watch that after when we take a break. <laughs> uh, is it Constantine? Peter Stormare? I think there's so get, many Peter Stormare I, I think, you, nice. I, I think it, like, it's a mix
4: between Constantine, Constantine Peter Stormare, mm-hmm. and John Wick Two Peter Stormare. Ah, uh, okay. Huh. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Killed him with a fucking pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <a> fucking pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> I watched it on the plane to Tokyo. But okay. It's, it's yeah. So good. Uh.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah.
4: That's again, that's the reason I like Dead Orbit. It's anyway,
2: like a- I know it's going to be Dead Orbit because everybody fucking chooses Dead Orbit all the <gasps> also, time. Also,
3: okay, so... Yeah, yeah. So you can't be space knots. Well, no. The
2: problem is, is that I'm going to have to like build up a lot of glimmer to buy the other faction to buy yeah, the Yeah. So
4: basically, the outcome is whoever wins, uh, there are three exclusive weapons that you can't get until it's over. Until so faction week's over. Yeah. yeah. If whoever wins, everyone can get that gun for a, a thousand glimmer. No. Everyone,
2: can, if they are your faction, right. you can get it for a thousand. But if they a, are not your faction, you have to get it for fifty. Yeah, and see, so then it was, so it's just a longer grind to get those other guns, right?
0: So basically, you're, you're ba- Shit like this never actually works because then it just turns into a system thing where people start looking and seeing who which factions. is the biggest. Can't, I'll just join that one. You can't
2: see, they had they had the Bungie is not surfacing that, yeah. You actually have no idea until the end of the week, like who's done the most for dead orbit. I just my my anecdotal evidence is that everybody on my Twitter feed. And everybody yeah. in my clan. But that's what I mean. Anecdotal that to, to personally, dead orbit.
0: Yeah. And I guarantee Reddit threads and stuff like that. Yeah. No,
4: there's that. Yeah. It's actually been really fun. Like the Reddit has been better than it has been since the, it released, because hmm. a lot of it recently has they're been on the upswing. Yeah, but they're also like they're making up fun like slogans and like like propaganda for each <laughs> each of the factions, <laughs> and it's and it's actually kind of fun. Where uh, the, a lot cool. of it has been complaints. Mm-hmm. Some of them are legit. Some of them are just like it doesn't. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like yeah. it's just, it's just people uh, hitting it, hitting the end of that, of the content swing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's all the hardcore people. And so because all the hardcore people go on Reddit, they mm-hmm. all complain there.
2: <laughs> like, Oh yeah. They're it, all like, I've used up this game already. Yes. And it's like, I have all three characters that are three oh five light level with the raid gear. I'm done with the game already yeah.
3: watching. So our Dota Skype move has finally moved to discord and it's split into like rooms. And <laughs> there are two destiny rooms.
4: Mm-hmm. There's the raid and, room. And then the just general room.
3: Like, Everybody left the fucking Dota room. Or they're in the Dota room, but no one was participating in it. It was like five of us going like, Dota dead game. <laughs> but this week, they're the all motherfuckers back. started trickling back.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, we, we are done. Like, we, yeah. we will raid, and we'll probably play the Nightfall, and probably played Which, a little
3: bit. Wow, uh, that was fast.
4: It was so fast. Yeah. That well, was really fast. We, we, I think uh, I put about 100 hours into that game. That's
3: too many hours. They're,
2: still, they're they're about they're about ready. To, I'm sure they're going to launch like the heroic raid probably in a couple of weeks. And and strikes like they, they have
4: yeah. enough stuff that they had put in Destiny One that they haven't put in Destiny Two yet. Right. That there's there's a if bunch of stuff. What did they to
3: do to that raid to make you want to play it again? I'd I'd want to play it again. Okay, because I heard, yeah. like I watched you and Mitch like sort of really chewing chewing it out. <laughs>
2: There, there are some things about the raid that I think are
3: actually just bad, not good. Yeah,
2: um, not like, good. Yeah, is
3: there's a word. There's a one word equivalent of not good.
2: Well, like I, the so there's the thing like the dogs encounter, which is which, just buggy, which is just buggy, and that makes it bad. Yeah, but the rest of the raid is actually pretty fun once you get your once you get <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the systems down and once you get down what to do and and um, <laughs>
4: There's been some complaints that like that it's bad because it's hard, and I thoroughly disagree with that. Because then I'll, then I'll. I'll I mean,
3: I hear it's bad because it's bullshit. I
4: They're, it's the, not it's not the, the whole encounter. thing, but
3: like there are bullshit. Yeah, parts. the the, yeah.
4: Dog, I, the specifically the dogs the or, dogs or the hunt bullshit. the hunt because of the bugginess. Yeah. Eventually, when you get it down, and like you realize the constraints of the bugginess, and, and it's similar in ways to Dota, you can
2: get through the dogs actually yeah.
4: really fast once you've like yeah. been able to like work around its bullshit. Yeah, but the thing that I see that people complaining about is it's like it's too hard, and I'm like, no, it's not too hard. Is it's it's, it, it's asking something of you to uh, of that most shooters have never asked of you, or most things that most gamers don't do right which is clear and and uh, we talked about this two weeks ago it's clear it's and concise a, communication
2: well it's also a stealth sequence and it's a stealth sequence i'm in, talking with the whole raid i'm not talking just just dogs oh, 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 i'm yeah. talking about like uh, no no no, it, no. there's it, a bunch of raid stuff that yeah it's all about communicating and if you have your communication down you get through the encounter actually really quick exactly but
4: but if there's crosstalk, if people are yeah. bullshitting if they're goo- goofing around you're not going to get through it, yeah. and 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 that's that's not that's bullshit on a per, that's on a personal level. That is not the <laughs> right. game's fault. That, right. <laughs> that, that, that someone is fucking around, and that's yeah. and that's the whole thing about like I when I you when you played WoW, and you were going to a guild and wanted to raid. I would say pre uh, like pre last expansion, or maybe even before that. Mm-hmm. A lot. The reason that you joined guilds and that they had interviews for those guilds is because they were looking for a type of person that could do those things. That they didn't get frustrated. Mm-hmm. That 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 could bang their head their head against something when you're either if you're figuring it out or you even know what you're doing but still have to execute.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And that that could talk and realize that sometimes you shouldn't be talking. Right. Sometimes you should just shut the fuck up right. and listen to your raid leader right. because they're trying to give you information that because because that they're they're keeping it track in their head. And like, if you're not, if you're making a bad call outs or talking over someone else, then you're probably going to fail because you probably miss something. And you're like, yeah. you're focused on you rather than focusing on yeah, and, like, the we end had goal. We had
2: a couple people that were guiding us through certain segments in the raid mm-hmm. that were, that told us exactly how to communicate. Spoken and then when we like did that, we executed fascist. on it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a space fascist. But, but again, the, the
4: fun, and, and I think there's also some people that were just like, we're going to watch guides. I think that's a totally fine way to do it. Yeah. It's just less fun. Like, like the reason that I had fun with that was playing with everyone, developing a sort of uh common language uh, mm-hmm. to talk about that thing, and then executing on yeah, it. If I you would've... don't have
0: people to play with, and you're going to play with others. Right. I would want to know exactly how to do it, so I'm not right. that guy.
2: Yeah, no, and, th- and, and that's fine. And, and I would have yeah. liked to have played with people like your group did, yeah. where it was like we were trying to figure it out all alone. When I, the first times that I went into the raid were with people that hadn't done it yet but they just wanted to get through it to get the loot and i'm like no i actually want to like i actually want to struggle through and try to figure it out because this game is going to exist for the next six months of our lives before the next you know big content drop happens why are we rushing through this like let's just play it and try to figure it out but you know i went along with them because they were the only people that were online to raid with yeah
4: and and now as you go into the the following weeks and people know it people tell you how to do it yeah or or the people who have done it and just wanted to do it for the experience are done and the people who have developed that common language and or but it's still like you have to translate because some people use axes or instead of swords or or like dogs instead of beasts um or just have a
2: different like route that they run right Um, or they say like you know with like people will say like back left when somebody else that's somebody else's front left right it's just the way that they talk about
4: shit um and then, and then everything else of just the end game stuff. Yeah, like at this point, it will probably be like maybe four hours a week for me. Yeah, uh, is that less
3: than Destiny? Do you
4: think? Uh, I would say it's about the same. I, yeah. At I, the I,
2: end game of Destiny, when in between patches, when I got to the end game of a patch, it would
3: be about four hours a week. I'm maybe. never gonna be able to put enough time into that game to get to the point where I can only spend four hours of upkeep.
2: You I could think. get to the end part of this really fast if you had I mean, I'm like some. 20,
3: I've beaten the game. Yeah but, yeah, but like, but even my light level is only like two forty right? or something. Yeah, but if
2: you were like in a clan with people that were like getting clan grams every week I, and stuff like that, like
3: gonna, no, I don't think so. I don't think so.
2: there there is no detriment to being in a clan unless you're within a clan with a bunch of randos that
3: you don't know. That is time of my life that that I do not have to spend on other things. I can't. Like, when did Destiny come out? Three weeks ago. And you were in Japan for a week? Mm Mm-hmm. And you spent 100 hours on Destiny? Yeah, again, we played a lot. So part of it was more than a full-time job. (laughs) We,
4: we... (laughs) That is overtime. We, we... majority of that time was spent in the first week trying to get raid ready. Because we, like...
3: By California state law, you have gone into not just time and a half, but <laughs> double time yeah. on Destiny.
2: But I mean, like, think about how quickly those numbers go by when you when you spend when you spend like uh, twelve hours on Saturday and then twelve hours on Sunday. Really <laughs> do that? <laughs> well, no, especially not when you're in grad school.
3: Hmm. You, like, I don't go to school every day. Sure. I have played and beat games since but I started y- school. You
2: know, it's like uh, when Destiny first came out, I happened to have enough time on my hands that I could play a whole bunch. But for the last two weeks, I've been playing hardly at all. But it, I still was able to get two characters like to raid level.
0: I wish you guys would just come back to the one true game. That's hmm. all I'm saying. Dota?
2: I mean, and I, I, <laughs> Dota? <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: you're
1: talking about,
3: right? Yeah. We're waiting for the fucking patch. Which is, which is next, <laughs> should be in the next like two weeks i think you know, anthony means pub i was just talking to matt about this earlier i love that like but we had our too long pub talk we had our too long destiny talk now we're gonna have like a second of dota <laughs> yeah. uh, the the competitive format of dota has changed mm-hmm. since ti with the major minor system uh there are 22 majors and minors over the course of the year between that's previous so ti and next yep. ti Which, like, minors, there are 11 minors, which are $500,000 tournaments, and 11 majors, which are at least a million dollars. And
2: that's so much money.
3: Uh, And so everybody is playing all these games. they are fucking qualifiers every day for, like, eight hours a day, like, six days a week. And it hasn't been like this since 2014. Hmm. And the thing about 2014 was there were at least a couple tournaments I watched where in the middle of a match a fucking pretty big patch. With yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. And so like in the middle of a best of three, mm-hmm. suddenly a bunch of shit changed. Dude. And cause you can't play competitive Dota unless you're patched fully. Right. And so like the game literally changes in the middle of a best of three. God. So they've, they've tried to avoid that as like the, the tournament scene consolidated in 2015, 2016, that hasn't really happened. Yeah. Like tournament, like patches have actually been pretty reliably dropped like a couple of days after big tournaments
4: Mm. because then you could you could reliably reliably predict when in the year that they were going to patch the game because Mm -hmm. it was the gap in the in the pro schedule (laughs) there were
3: like three patches between like may and august and i think that i like called them within a couple of days of each other because like there are times when the the big tournaments end yeah so people have to be able to prepare and now it's not that way and now it's not that way it's yeah it's gonna be real weird it's a shit show. Like yeah. there are people who have seriously like people there are players who are playing like 16 hours a day and not practicing like in tournament in tournaments, qualifiers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and so I don't know I when mean, they can I mean if release. you
2: play competitive Dota at all, there's so much money out there that it's like or I mean if you play if you have a competitive esports team that makes money and makes a large portion of your team members income off of competitive video games if you don't have a Dota team right now, then you're probably not yeah, investing wisely. funny widely. you should mention that. Immortals, <laughs> uh,
4: which is a... They started as a league uh, mm-hmm. organization, has just picked up...
3: Owned by a millionaire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they... They they
4: just picked up a Dota picked
3: team? Picked up a Dota team. The, the uh, old M-
4: Korea, or MVP, which is a Six. Korean team. Right. right. Uh, which w- they're really, really fun to watch. Uh, MVP James anymore?
3: held a Korean flag for MVP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, and this week Optic Yeah Should be familiar to you If you watch CSGO Or Halo Or Call of Duty Or Call of Duty Maybe
4: started this Call of Duty team Yeah um,
3: Bought a Dota, team, or the, Dota, the, Dota D- team The Dyer Which is, yeah, which P- is PPD's yeah. new team PPD and Zai Of Evil Geniuses And some mm-hmm. other people They formed um, a new team Yeah So in Optic Tends to win When hmm. they're in an eSport Yeah Like their team um,
4: The, the Green Wall Is
3: like That's their like thing Um so yeah, two huge like arguably huger than almost any other org. Like Cloud9 has a team right now.
4: Uh no, they dropped they dropped uh EE. But maybe they picked up new people. I haven't paid them. Cloud9
3: much. has been in and out of Dota a bit over mm-hmm. the last couple of years. Uh Evil Genius is
0: obviously huge. Mm-hmm. Um Alliance
3: Has teams across games. This is
0: way too much, Dota. All I said was, when are you going to come back to the one (laughs) true game? Right. So
3: there's there's, interesting interesting
0: stuff going on. We're waiting for
3: the patch, but we don't know when the fucking patch is going to hit.
4: Well, they said it was delayed out of this month into next month.
3: Yeah. Um, Which is, that's longer than most post TI patches tend to take. Yeah. They're also adding two new characters, because that's going to be fucking crazy. Who knows (laughs) if they'll add both of them at the same time? Probably they're not. also going to add like a bunch of like onboarding stuff supposedly, and they might change the fucking map again. Hmm. I doubt they'll change it as much as they did with seven. But sure.
0: Sure. But I suspect they will.
4: I wonder if the things that they're adding will enable them to in like pubs do the kind of way the league works right now is that they have their tournament realm and they have the public realm mm-hmm. and it usually takes about two or three weeks for the, uh, uh, public to become a tournament, um, so I wonder if they'll like enable a way to delay that, so that like even if they patch the game in the middle of a tournament, that they delay the what you're playing on hmm. by like by a patch. Maybe uh, that's
3: part of the new client. Yeah. That would be. It would be smart if yeah. like because Dota doesn't have a test server. They do. They do. but do. It, no, it, you can't play competitively on it. I don't
4: <laughs> think. Yeah, because it's, it's in. Yeah, there's no, like, matchmaking on it, or maybe there is, but, like, it, again, it's it's just not the way that they, they should do it.
3: Yeah. And even LANs are played online, so. Right,
4: right. Because they, they have a connection to Dota TV, which enables you to watch it in common. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So, so we, don't, it, we don't know when the patch is, because I think Valve is, like, looking at this calendar going, people are bitching about it not being done. When do we release it?
1: Yeah.
0: It'll be that. And so sorry, I just said bitch. When, it, say that. when are they going to. Uh, when did they say their card game's coming out?
3: Next
4: year.
0: 2018? Uh, okay. That game's um, going to do really well. Yeah, of course it will. <laughs> I think see? that game's going to do. I don't think it's a will see. I, if someone gave me $10,000 and said, would you invest in this, I'd say yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, for sure. It will Seriously. make millions of dollars back, for yeah. sure. Like, that game will make a shit ton of money by virtue of being a Valve game. And, and it will game. be something, I guarantee there will be integration, like, this is what I do while Dota Q times going, mm-hmm. I play this.
3: Yep. I can't wait for that to be a battle pass reward.
0: Yeah. Get special oh. cards. Oh, 100%. It'll go uh-huh. back and forth. Play the card game because it will get you the fucking hat in Dota 2. I'm honestly surprised <laughs> they
3: haven't done cross-skin promotion between CSGO and Dota. That's a really good point, yeah. Didn't they do TF2? maybe like a little bit yeah. but like that's like the one really smart thing that Blizzard has done with HOTS (laughs) play this thing to get this character no like hey here's a fucking Overwatch map in HOTS here's some Overwatch characters in (laughs) HOTS in fact all of the Overwatch characters are in HOTS please play our game (laughs) yeah It's smart leverage. It is. How long will it take before there's a Destiny Guardian in Hots?
0: That's what I'm saying. That's why I think that that's why the card game will succeed, because they will lure people in for the fucking hats.
3: Someone please take my $10 bet that there will be a Destiny Guardian in Hots by the end of next
1: year. (laughs) Assuming that Hots (laughs) exists by the end of next year. I
3: would think
4: that even though it's on the Blizzard launch, I don't think that they would like, that is enough separation between that and Activision. Um, A
3: fucking NFL player did a Destiny dance in the end zone on Sunday. Don't even get me started. Did he really? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> There's an NFL uh running back, I believe, or it may it's a receiver, hmm. who like has a contract with Bungie, like that took his dance and put it in the game, and it's his fucking end zone dance now. I did not know that. Which which one is that?
2: Does he does he get fined for celebrating in the end zone? I don't know. Oh, man. it's so crazy. All right. Well,
3: Antonio Brown. NFL's Antonio Brown sells new touchdown dance to Destiny 2. Wow. NFL's touchdown dance was Destiny 2 endorsement.
4: All right. well, right. I'll look it up later. Everyone else can look it up.
3: Yeah. $10. Someone bet me, please. <laughs> no. I don't. School is expensive. I need all things. the $10 bets I can get. <laughs> All right,
2: well, I think that's enough for one podcast. We'll have to do some letters and stuff next week, but we had a lot to talk about. (laughs) I think we said that for three weeks, and we just had too many games to talk about. Yeah, well, we didn't do a podcast last week.
3: Yeah, and that's when everything came out.
2: Yeah, yeah, Like, between when
3: Walt was here and today, (laughs) all the games. Well,
2: sorry we keep ignoring your letters, but uh, I promise you that we will get to them. Uh, So, take it away, Anthony. What
3: didn't
0: we talk about?
3: No, everything on the list. Oh, yeah, I oh, well, No, Look at that. And stuff that wasn't on the list.
2: Where can um, people send their letters that we will eventually get to?
0: Letters at eat dash sleep dash game dot com. Um and you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money. I woke up early today. My brain is real slow right now. <laughs> it's all good. I'm at Chuff Money on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitch as well. I'm the same thing on Twitch. I bought you some coffee. You didn't drink any? No. I didn't know it was there. Other than yeah. the
2: fridge. It's in the fridge. Sorry,
0: dude. <laughs> it's too late now. James, you're fired as my personal assistant. Shit. There was my income. <laughs> uh, you can follow Arthur on Twitter at A G I E S, and you can follow his art on uh Instagram at PragMagic Magic. Woo. And you can follow Matt at Talking Orange. You or you can. can go to Area5.tv to give them money, or you can pay them videos. money to do video work. To make but videos. Also just giving money totally a welcome thing if you're just like someone and you're just like man the earth's falling apart there's a How lot I get of, rid of there's all a lot money. of really struggling people i could give this to or I could give it to matt right just if that's something you want to do that's an option you should
2: probably give it to the struggling people first true my struggles are not real <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh and then if you want to follow james it's james underscore i posted some pictures from my tgs trip Yes. Oh,
2: cool. That took we didn't point. even ask you about TGS. It was TGS. Cool. All so right. Less and
4: less well, we less covered important. that topic. Uh, yes and no. Uh,
0: like, I think it's all important. It is not like it was at one point where r- big, relevant, sh- like game-changing news came out of it. In no. The same way. no like, there, it's the, it is not the TGS of 10 years ago. No. All of those things still happen
4: at E3, but it is... It is the I,
0: excuse for some American companies to send over their more senior editors who have been waiting for a chance to go to Tokyo on the company's dime.
4: <laughs>
3: it really did seem like there wasn't a whole lot happening this year.
4: Yeah, I, again, well, I think, yeah, there's enough stuff there and it's still relevant to that. A lot of the stuff that's relevant to that audience that is not
3: relevant to the West. Also, like every outlet yeah. that went rolled super shallow this year compared to last their year. Their
0: most senior editors who have
1: been waiting not to go <laughs> to Japan. <No.
3: laughs> No, I mean, well, I can't speak for every outlet, but like Miranda went for IGN and one other person went with her.
0: The Brian, who's
4: a, the, the, I mean, those two people have gone for the last like three years. They're just sounding the people who know Tokyo and know how to cover. Uh, and then Polygon was just Allegra, right? Mike was there. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, and I, Ashley went, but I don't know if Ashley went in mm. her Polygon capacity yeah, or not. I, we, I mean, Polygon never really sent so more than one or two. Yeah. Because one person is kind of crazy. Because that's it's too much I show no matter what for one person. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright. Right. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Wow.
1: Love you. you. I never knew I could be broken in so many ways. Hey. I never knew I could be broken in so many ways. Yay.
0: Hey, I never knew I could be broken in so many ways. Hey, Everyone knows I'm right about one thing. You and I don't work out. by as the force of about 1,700 newtons. Yeah? Yeah.
3: What about cats?
0: I don't know. A snapping turtle has about 700, and that'll take your finger off. Hey,
3: Anthony. Do you think that you're going to have an easy time recording a podcast? Yeah. It, you, you're...
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, seven hundred newtons. So we're we're like a thousand more. Like we have such a hard bite.
2: More than a than, wow! I didn't it's realize our bi- bite I knew our bite was hard, but I didn't know it was that hard.
0: Dude, yeah, humans can bite. Wow, ridiculously hard.
2: I mean, I guess it makes sense because our ancestors used to crunch bones for nourishment.
0: They discovered this frog that can totally... It was an ancient frog. It was giant. The biggest frog that probably ever lived. And it could mm-hmm. bite with like 3,000 something. <laughs> really? And a bite? it would eat dogs probably. <laughs> that, about that's it. that thing would just walk up and fucking bite you and just snap your arm.
2: Wow. That's fucked. <laughs> Isn't that, that like what hippos are? Is like they have a super strong bite and they're
0: really aggressive and dangerous. Oh, hippos are incredibly dangerous. So yeah. Yeah, when my A's, friend's yeah. family stayed in Kenya and they'd get walked out from the main lodge out to their cabin every night, they would get escorted by dudes with AKs. Mm-hmm.
3: I have a friend who actually wrote a book about dangerous hippos in really? modern history of America. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Excuse me? It's a book called River of Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, like, in the late... Or in the mid-1800s, there were talks about, like, importing hippos as a potential livestock replacement And Oh, that Louisiana, would have been a terrible idea. Um, because they're mammals, and mm-hmm. they have meat. But uh, it didn't happen. They are but not domesticated animals. The uh, No, they're the most dangerous animal on Earth. Yeah. Uh, which is true. That's not true. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, that's for the people listening at home I'm recording this. Uh, oh, okay. So, uh, that didn't happen, but in this alternate history, it did. And so, like... <laughs> It's like, amazing. Wild hippos have infested like the swamps of Louisiana, <laughs> and like there's a bunch of other stuff that goes on. But like, there there are like people that harvest and like hunt hippo in the That's wilds so of Louisiana. Funny. Wow, <laughs> you got
4: like a basically a croc- crocodile Dundee like, <laughs>
3: but way harder hippo. Hip, yeah, hippo Dundee. Hippa she Dundee. Just put out, uh, a second novella sequel too.
2: That is so funny. What it's...
3: a what a terrific like what a great deep cut right. in America's history I know exactly oh, wow. that's so good Anthony speak words Take I think the oxygen <laughs> I to say we actually need to do this because the last podcast
0: was a different mic setup words and words and words and I've barely played anything new I've still uh. played too much of the same old shit I am going to play Total War Warhammer Two. Oh right, I I, I am going to be curious
3: to your thoughts. Yes, so that seems really soon after the last one. We can talk about that a little bit on the show. James, speak. I'm talking into my microphone.
4: A little bit jet lagged. Still, Still. yeah, it was. So, like day first day back, I got. You do like the you Monday twice. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: It's uh, it's across the date line. Yeah,
4: so you leave Monday afternoon and arrive Monday morning
0: has pollen was like that too yeah
4: um and then uh i stayed up all day probably till like midnight went to sleep woke up next day it was kind of fine and then the next two days like i just was like nope my body I everything slept. about this is bad yeah mm-hmm. yeah i slept through my alarm multiple times uh it's
3: not good you were in japan for a while uh shorter than last year what was it eight days nine days seven seven that's uh, still a good time. Yeah, Yeah, really. Monday, Monday to Monday. I remember not being super jet lagged from Istanbul, but it was a 12-hour difference. Not, yeah. It's not also
2: like, flying west is just always easier than flying east. Yeah. In my opinion.
3: Yes, that makes sense.
2: And Matt, speak. Uh, Yeah, this is me continuing to speak and to all tell right. you about my trips. Okay, now we can all shut up. You shut up. No, you shut up. All right.